Okie dokie, artichokey, we are recording. Yay! 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 That's enough. (laughs) Stop. Caitlin, why are you so cranky? Cranky pants. I had a really shitty day. I'm trying to keep it on the level. No problem. (laughs) I know it's teasing you. I know, but it's actually not untrue at all. Like, because I am cranky. Oh, all right. (laughs) That's that's perfectly acceptable. That's actually what's happening. Well, well, cheer everybody up as a some lighthearted Dungeons and or Dragons fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean, Sean Quigley, what happened last time on Dungeons and Dragons? Also, the other Sean's in the call. Listen, Quiggles. <laughs> Quigley, um, Quigley McDumpin plants. What happened last time? Uh, well, we had a we had a very long, very unsatisfyingly ended fight <laughs> was the vast majority of the whole episode. So, yes. um, we fought Badger. Well, you started we, the episode in Medalos. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, Rangrim has, uh, as his, as is his habit, been captured. <laughs> <laughs> and woke up um, tied to a chair back-to-back with Bart. Um, and, uh, there was some witty banter with the, uh, with the pirate queen. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if anything was actually resolved during that. It's just Rangram being Rangram and then, um, the pirate queen being mildly frustrated with him. And then we faded back to the main party. Did I miss anything? No. Okay. Um, so we, we, uh, go back to, um, Narasana is uh, dead on the floor, mm-hmm. and we all kind of flailed around like dummies for a good hour and a half, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chasing chasing a uh, what was he a gnome or halfling? Yeah, he is a gnome. A gnome chasing a gnome through a giant smoke cloud, and and comprehensively failing to to catch him. Um, and then the the break in the battle came when um, <laughs> when Kel tossed a couple of uh, fireballs into the building and caught everything on fire, and he used that opportunity to send a um, badger used that opportunity to send an illusion behind um, behind Barrick, who chased down the illusion and let him out of the damn building. <laughs> and and that was a um, that was kind of the beginning of the, end, of the end of the battle where we couldn't find him and so Kel decided to um, negotiate with him. <clears throat> agreed. <clears throat> <laughs> and, and agreed um, to <laughs> and agreed on his honor, on his honor as a paladin to do something we can't do <laughs> and, and resurrect Kalarnali, who's currently trapped in the orb. And um, in exchange for Badger going to uh, Krailson, freeing all the guards and killing his, any red or green dragons he co- uh, dragonborn he comes across and, um, and 
spiriting the guards across the river to to uh, Benfelden. Yeah. yeah, and um, <clears throat> and then we <laughs> we we went through a bit of uh, of song and dance about how we were going to get ourselves back to Windhaven, and then oh yeah, that's right, we have a <laughs> we have a way of contacting the queen. Yeah. So um, we contacted the queen and. Um, her maid showed up and transported us all back to <laughs> transported all of us and our and our hole full of corpses um, <laughs> back to <clears throat> where we uh, resurrected Narasthana and um, kind of buggered off while they were working on resurrecting all of the rest of the people that we had gotten killed in the in the last in the last episode. Uh, we were only responsible for one of them, to be fair. I, I guess that's true. <laughs> well, I, we only we only killed Euphemia. We didn't <laughs> we didn't have anything to do with the mayor or Captain Timbers. So um, that was Badger. That was that was all Badger. And we ended on a. Um, I don't. I didn't actually listen to it, so I don't remember the point of it, but. We ended on a very dramatic note where we were all standing on a balcony with a lightning storm swirling around us and gazing off flinty-eyed into the distance. <laughs> yeah, so you you yeah you, you resurrected Narasana and uh, told her about your plan to to <laughs> yeah. bring Kalarnley back. Um, she got pretty yeah. upset at Kel. Yeah, uh, uh, and then yeah. she. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Rondo came up and teleported away, and uh, you guys have kind of, I think, rested for the evening because it's been a very long day. Yeah. And Nicola is going to be spending a few hours resurrecting Euphemia Timbers and Underbow. So, so is it Narasana still got resurrection sickness? Yes. Yep. It is the tenth of Bright, sixteen thirty-three. It's been about sixteen hours since. Uh, where we left off, so it is, you, you know, maybe like noonish, uh, one in the afternoon, on the tenth of bright. Right here. <laughs> uh, Narasana, your resurrection easy. sickness is now down to minus two. So you're, okay, you're halfway through it. Is that something that it's minus two to everything? Everything. Mm-hmm. Let's just not worry about it. You can explain it to me if it actually affects me, because otherwise I'm just going to be confused. I'm sick. Well, if you put me in a fight, I can figure it out then. There's no need for me to question it now. Yep. Just letting you know where the status of it is. Um, mm-hmm. It is a rainy, uh, rainy day uh, in in uh, Windhaven. Uh, kind of actually uh, like a, a thunderstorm has rolled in. Uh, pretty rare in this town. It doesn't get a lot of precipitation. Um so the uh, town is sort of quiet as the wind and rain drive onto the uh, streets and buildings and all that stuff. Uh, so, what are you all up to? Sleeping. I'm going to wander over to where... Is Kel here or is he somewhere else? Kel, I assume you're... Well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm work. there. Okay, I'm going to go wander over to Cal. 
What's up? So I was thinking with this whole badger issue. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we are somehow able to contact him before he gets to Kraelson and does what you agreed to, then we can kind of renegotiate the whole thing and you don't get in trouble for it. Or we could just wait and have it happen until later. The first part of that was a decent suggestion. And okay. I'll give it some thought. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Just let me know if you need me to dream him up. Will do. Yeah, bugger off. <laughs> uh, I'm going to see if I can hunt down our uh, now living gnomes. See how they're doing. Yes, they're both in the. Uh, they're both. They both been kind of uh, put in the both three. All, all, all three of them. There. Sorry. Yes, uh, they've all been given lodgings, uh, not in the room of anti magic because that room's actually pretty full, uh, but mm-hmm. in the room nearby. So, but they're kind of in the basement with everybody else. This vast collection of people, these refugees, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'll just see how they're doing. I mean, I'm probably. Resurrection illness, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're all they're all like nursing coffee and soup, and <laughs> Captain Timbers is like, oh, it's good to see you, Kel. He says, I'm not feeling so great myself, but uh, but I I guess that's the so it happens when you die, right? Yeah, it is. Um, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> not your fault. He says that. Uh, he says that uh, tricky bastard. He says, "Put put a blade in me." I'm gonna go um, have a seat next to Euphemia for a minute and say, uh, <laughs> "Just want to apologize on Aslana's <laughs> behalf." She uh, <laughs> she looks at you from up from like from, like kind of over her cup of coffee at you. She says. Uh, she couldn't come here to do it herself. Light hurts. <laughs> she hasn't given been given a chance yet. No. I'm uh you know, we'll um I'm gonna let you rest. I, <laughs> <laughs> I will leave them for now. Fail. Poor Kel has wandered into awkward land. No. <laughs> yeah, just oh, awkwardly dear. wandering, bouncing from situation to situation. Yes. Yes. Before I leave, uh, before I leave, you guys want some like board games? Uh, she says, uh, "Not really feeling up to it now, but uh, they did show me that you've got quite the quite the selection of time passers in the other room." So, yep. Yeah, well, need anything? Just ask, and uh, we'll make sure you're taken care of. We'll try to get you home as soon as possible. And as you as you as you get ready to leave, you can says, "Oh, one more thing, Kel." Yep. She says, "You're the I think maybe the only one that believed me." Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Might want to ask her where the uh, rest of the Church of Cult went. 
if I thought about that, I would ask her, but I leave. <laughs> All right, so what you do now? Um... I'm going to go over to where Tilius is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got his nose uh, like near the end of a pretty thick tome. He looks up. Oh, hello there. <clears throat> hello there, Calamity. Hey, uh, how's that book? Oh, he says it was uh, better the first time I read it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Um, oh, so do you maybe want something new to read? De- desperately, that would be that would be fantastic. Okay, um, I'd be really interested in finding out what you think of this one. And I hand him the Confessions of Zenunex, the Mad Prophet. <laughs> hmm. You know, just a bit of like casual reading. Yeah. He earmarks the page of the that he's on in his other book and puts it in his bag of holding and says, Well, I will let you know what I think. Thanks. Sounds swell. He says, This um is that human flesh. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> no. Just some just some uh well decorated leather. I think. Oh. <laughs> Actually, actually, this book isn't human flesh. It was the other dark book that was human flesh. Oh, this, yeah, this one is this one is just leather. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, <laughs> I was like you. <laughs> um, uh, he says, um, "How's your how's your group holding up there?" Uh, less than before, so you know, good. <laughs> Everyone has their wits about them and is breathing. Um, people are pissed at each other, but what's new? <laughs> he says, well, novel, so that's good. Yes. <laughs> he says, well, um, he says, I've, I've often found that the quickest way to avoid people being pissed at you is to live on your own. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He says, hence why I live on my own. Yeah. He says, that's sad. He says, there is something to be said for friendship and having people to watch your back. I just, I suppose, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a little bit of trouble. <laughs> oh, you know what they say, the nine hells are other people. Yep. I <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> appreciated that one a lot. <laughs> <laughs> As we uh, end our conversation, I'll like refill whatever tea or whatever he's drinking mm-hmm. for almond. Let him get to the book. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. he he's gonna start reading it. All right, so is there anything? Um, I'm assuming I'm assuming this is gonna be just a kind of a rest day since Narasthan is out of commission. Barrack, is there anything that you wanted to do in this city that you're in? There is something I want to do whenever you're done. No, I, I I couldn't think of anything. I mean, I figure I would wander around because sitting in that room full of <laughs> friends and family of people I don't know would be boring. But wander the city, 
see what kind of fun stuff happens. Maybe find a bar. Oh, yes. You actually know you, you've been to Windhaven many a time in your sailing trip, so... <clears throat> I can entertain myself. As he heads out, we're going to ask him if he maybe wants company or anything. <clears throat> sure. Drinking buddy's always, always a good time. Right. I want to know which one of you beats the other. This is very going to be very entertaining. Oh, in a drinking contest? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I have a drinking contest with just the two of us. <laughs> but we'll, we'll warn you when it's going to happen next time. <laughs> and I can borrow some popcorn, right? Yeah. Well, you can't be part of it because you're a lightweight and you'd forget. <laughs> I know. That's why I want the popcorn. All right, so you guys go drinking. Um, as you guys are as you guys are walking along, you do see the uh, the windmills of Windhaven bar. <sighs> I shudder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there, Sana. What did you What did you want to do while you were? Um, there are like acolytes here that'll like run errands for a couple of coin, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I'll get one of them, and I will give them. Let me just verify my funds. Yes. Um, I'll give him, um, um, I don't know what is reasonable or not, but I'm thinking that I'll ask him to go buy a really nice quill and stationery set, like mm-hmm. writing. Yeah. Um, yeah. how many gold or whatever would that cost me? Um, oh, uh, let me think about that for a second. I would say, um... It's really nice that you finally warmed up to me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like a really, really nice one would be like, I don't know, five five gold pieces. Okay. And if I gave somebody uh, a gold to go get that for me and bring it back to me, that's reasonable, right? Oh, very, yeah. Okay. So I'll spend six Uh, gold and send one of the acolytes out to, uh... Get me a really nice quill and stationery set. All right. An hour or two later, he, he arrives back with your quill and stationery. Yeah, I do want to trim my nails. Hmm? Yeah, I trim my nails. Um, so it's not going to ruin my rest if I get up and walk into the other room where Euphemia is, is it? No. No? No. no yeah, that, that's pretty... You just can't do anything strenuous. Like mm-hmm. you, you can walk around, eat. Like, as long as you're not, like, yeah, doing... If you're staying at home, yeah, you're fine. Okay. Um, so I'll go visit Euphemia with my really nice quill and stationery set. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so she's, uh, she's actually kind of, um... Subscribe, right? I'm not misremembering. She's, uh, she's, uh, so there, she's in the, uh, short folk room. Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and she's she's just she's just kind of sitting there like thumbing through like uh some Virtusian pamphlets that she found. Clearly kind of bored. Okay. Uh hey. She looks up. <laughs> she says Narasthana. 
Uh, I wanted to apologize that I killed you. (laughs) (laughs) She says, um, it didn't feel great, um, but I can understand I look like that monster. Um, I mean, does it help any that he stabbed me in the back and murdered me like 20 minutes later? She says, if I'm being 100% honest with you, Narasthana, it does a little bit. Like, I wouldn't wish death on anybody. But it, it, yeah. it, she says, I'm not going to lie, it kind of does. And then she yeah. kind of chuckles. Yeah, I mean, that's what I figured. I figured you appreciate that. I also figured you might appreciate this, and I give her the set. Oh, wow. She says, this is really nice. Yeah, so, you know, sorry I murdered you. That's- <laughs> I really am. She says, hey, I'm just glad I got brought back. She says, uh, I never figured I'd be an important enough person that if I got murdered that somebody would you know, go through the money and effort to bring me back. So, I mean, if you died of natural causes, that's something different. But considering that I just murdered you in cold blood, I think it's only appropriate that I paid the money to bring you back to life. That's reasonable. She says, so no one's told me that you guys killed him, right? So mad about it. <laughs> She can see my face go from I'm really sorry to I'm about to murder somebody again. <laughs> he murdered me. Uh, Timber, mur- Timbers and Underbow kind of perk up at this. Yeah, he murdered me. He murdered those two. I murdered you in an effort to murder him. <laughs> and he's still not dead. Wow, so he managed to get out of the murder party, huh? Yeah. <laughs> There was extenuating circumstances, and apparently they couldn't catch the wily, greasy mother little fucker. So they made some sort of deal with him. A deal? What kind of deal? I don't really know. Like, there's a bunch of people in jail, and he's supposed to help with it, and I find it unacceptable. So we're just going to see about this. She says, "Did you make? Were you dead at the time that they made this deal?" Yep. She says, "Now I may be just a simple scribe, not not a uh, not a you know Carthalian lawyer or anything. But sounds like if you weren't alive when this deal happened, you're not required to be part of this deal." I think the understanding was that the deal was made on my behalf. She says, "You didn't sign anything." I may just be a simple. And shitster. <laughs> she, uh, we'll- she, she says, "Look, he killed all of us. He killed me indirectly. He killed Timbers and Underbow. Killed you." Yeah, I know. She says, uh, "She says, I, I, you know, I, I. The only thing I've ever wielded in my entire life is a quill." She says, "But you know, by the by the sounds of it, she says you're a one person death machine." So. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know maybe he can carry out the terms of the deal and then I'll murder him right after who knows or before or I don't know I don't know what's going to happen we'll have to see she says she says well if you if you uh, if you do happen to see his ass just think of this face and uh, this face is saying murder that asshole <laughs> I reach out and I shake her motherfucking hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoy this support immensely. 
<laughs> Matt's so mad. Look at his face. <laughs> Just stir that name is DM. <laughs> Everybody has their own motivations, man. <laughs> Alright, so uh, you finish your long rest. Barry and Calamity, you guys have a good night drinking. Uh, I'm assuming you're uh, not I'm assuming you're not taking it to uh to uh shenanigan <laughs> levels. No. Uh, Kel is going to walk across town to the other temple mm-hmm. and just sort of lounge in um Nicola's room wearing nothing but his holy symbol. <laughs> Um, it's it's almost it's kind of late by the time that Nicola finally makes it to his room, but you know he kind of walks in exhausted, sets his stuff down, looks over, kind of looks back at the table and like does a double take. <laughs> Kel doing his Burt Reynolds. Burt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and anyway, he's very very happy to see you. Uh, the way you, that he's seeing you, and. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, turn the camera to the window as you guys have a very, <laughs> very pleasant evening together. All right, it's the 11th of Bright, 1633. Narasana, your resurrection sickness has gone away. You feeling better? Oh, cool. All righty. You've rested for a full uh, 32 hours since your... Since your... Uh, Resurrection. Okay. Cool. Had hangovers like that. Yep. Um, uh, The rain from yesterday has let up. Uh, The uh, the um, streets, the dust, the sand, and the dust have kind of turned into like a almost like mud, like dirt. and people kind of hustle and bustle throughout the streets. Uh, all the buildings look a little cleaner than they did the day before. Is all the, you know, oh. probably the year's worth of dust since the last time it rained has uh, washed them off. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, things are hopping down here in the basement of the Colossus of Virtues. Is uh, all your all your compatriots are being served breakfast. Did we pay the Temple of Virtues for caring for all these people? They refused refused it, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Because protecting people is what they do. Also, you put some strings on it. (laughs) Yeah. You try to fuck you way possible. (laughs) I still don't feel bad about that, so... (laughs) All right, so what do you guys do with your day? Mm. Oh, uh, I for- almost forgot. Uh, you, uh, your sending stone activates. Oh yeah, how's he doing? Uh, breaker, breaker. This is a uh, this is James Bard. Hey, James, I'm glad you're not dead. Uh, he says, "Me too, me too." Um, Anyway, uh, you wanted me to find out where Laosian and Narrakesh are holed up. Uh, yes. They are staying in the uh, former estate of Lord Busey up on the top of the hill. Uh, mm. Kind of in the fortress there, uh, overlooking the city. 
neither of them have um, been seen leaving the estate, but uh, all my all the sources I've able to suss up have indicated they're in there. Okay, what were you doing the other day whenever you couldn't talk? Uh, he says, um, I was uh, trying to sneak into Lord Busey's estate. That, what, did you not do that? Because that's a very bad idea. Uh, no, well, uh, the uh, guard overheard my sending stone go off, so I had to, I had to break for it. Well, that probably saved your life. There are mind flayers everywhere. Didn't you tell us that? Yeah, no, they they are roaming the streets. Don't do that again. He's precious. <laughs> Eager little bard. He says, "Just wanted to, just wanted to, just wanted to do good by you guys." I mean, I appreciate that, but you're no good dead, so keep that in mind. You got that. I will. So, what what, what next? What else do we need to know? And by the way, you all, I'm assuming you all are here at this point, so... Yeah. Hell yeah. Keep an eye on things and see if there's a big breakout at the uh, jail. Mm. Independent verification of uh, Badger holding up his end of the deal. Well, do we really give a fuck that he has an end of the deal to hold up? I mean, Cal's family does, so... Kel's family wouldn't be in danger if we killed him, or if we do go kill him. We can't take on both Marrakesh and Laos. At the same time. Actually, that's a, I mean, that's something that he can do is keep an eye on the um, Beastie's castle and that's see if funny. either one of them leaves. Yeah. Well, Laotian's got to have teleport. If they leave, they're not going to leave where anyone can see him, and What's her name? She can get anywhere she wants. She's got something like teleport. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, she can go as as she pleases. Hell? I'm not there. Hmm? I'm not there. Not there. Oh. You're getting getting jiggy with it. Oh, did you not did you not come back in the morning? <laughs> After Nicola, Nicola like gets up early and has to go like attend to high priest stuff. All right. Well, I need to talk to him before he. Oh, okay. Head back. All right. So we'll we'll come back to that. Uh, all right. So we'll we'll put a pin in the James conversation for a second because I figured Kel would be there by this point. So, uh, okay. Kel, it is it is early in the morning. The sun has not yet come up as Nicola stirs and gets ready, starts donning his attire. Uh, Hmm. I was really hoping we'd get to stay in bed today. <laughs> you and me both, my friend. My love. He says, uh... <sighs> he says, uh, I did not wish for this promotion so quickly. Or at all, to be honest. <laughs> uh, anything a humble paladin can do to serve his high priest? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, he says oh he says when you say it that way it kinda squicks me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Your reactions were all I wanted. <laughs> oh he says um He says uh, he says in my official capacity at high priest uh he says uh my 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 
my request for you is to keep doing what you're doing. Stop, you know, fight the good fight in Garthelia while I tend to the home front. He says, now in other capacities, he says, there's much I could think of for you to do, but unfortunately, <laughs> the time we have for it is not here. He says, um, all right. Well, he says, when all of this, all of this mess is behind us, he says, uh, we'll take some vacation together. Sounds great. There is one thing I need your advice on, though. He says, anything, my love. Yeah. So. (laughs) I may have. No, not may have. I made a promise to a murderous bastard that I would try and uh, help resurrect his uh, dead love. And turns out I can't do that. So I'm in a bit of a pickle. He says, did you swear it upon virtues? Yep. He says... Did not realize at the time that... uh, the love in question had been sucked into some sort of extra-dimensional void from which there's no returning, short of like a wish or true resurrection, neither of which we have uh, access to. He says, um, did you give him a time in your promise of when you would do this? No, but I feel there was an expectation of relatively soon. It wasn't explicitly stated, no. And also there were explicit threats made against my family and loved ones should I fail to deliver on this promise. He says, he says, what exactly did you promise? He says, give it to me, all of it. So, um, the arrangement was he was, uh, he is to break the Kraelson guards out of prison and help get them to Ben Felden. Uh, I was figuring we could probably use their help in retaking the city at some point. And in return for him doing this, uh, we were to resurrect his lover, who he referred to as the love of his life, and let both of them flee the country Never to return. Seemed like the right thing to do at the time. You said we'd do that in Lorengar when we got the body. Yeah, you did kind of say when. Yeah. Hmm. He says, um... That is quite the pickle, he says. You've <laughs> promised a thing to virtues that you cannot do yet. He says, and I assume that this that this scoundrel is not the uh, understanding type when it comes to such things. I mean, I'm guessing not. He does tend to stab first and ask questions later. Yes. Hmm. 
He says, um, we, hmm. he says, my suggestion to you would be tell him that when you made the promise, you did not know where his love was. And then tell him that it is possible to get her out eventually, that you cannot do it now, but that you will do it as soon as you are able on the honor of your oath. And if he does not accept that, he says, um, well... Then Neris, just tell Narasthana. Narasthana can says, um, <clears throat> Incapacitate him. And, uh, and until such a time that you can fulfill the oath. There's one more thing that's bothering me. Yeah. So, um, those gnomes we brought in yesterday. Uh, the, the two halflings and a gnome? Or the, no, three halflings. They're all halflings. They're all halflings? Yeah. Okay, I was confused. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> uh, the three halflings we brought in, the um, the cult priestess Euphemia. Mm-hmm. She's not. A, uh, no, she's a. Yeah, she's a acolyte scribe. Acolyte. Yeah. Um, Narasthana killed her, even though I told her not to, and I'm not sure what to do about that. He says, um, he says, yes, I had a discussion with her about that last night. Not, or, or two nights ago when I resurrected her. Euphemia, that is. Less. Oh, yeah, two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, he says, it sounds like, it sounds like your friend was Paratrified of being tricked. He says, what is it, what is it that's bothering you about it? What bothers me about it is it seems like she wanted blood and she wasn't going to listen to reason. Not wrong. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> he says, um, much like McKinney. <laughs> He says, much like, much like any time she loses her temper. No, that is unfair. <laughs> that is not unfair. You're not there. He says, <laughs> she's not. He says, he says, I. He says we've talked much about this. He says, however, there's something you must understand about your friend. He says. Coursing through her, coursing through her veins, are the blood of the red dragon. She <clears> says. <throat> he says. Uh, red dragons are chaotically evil. He says they they're quick to anger and burn anything at the slightest provocation. He yeah, says. and when we were kids, I had plenty of people tell me that about her. 
and I never believed it then, and I don't believe it now. She is her own person. She can make her own choices. He says, and and he says, and yes, and you're right. Everyone is responsible for their own actions. He says, I think, to be honest, I think she's doing quite well for what she's been through and for what's flowing through her. He says, she's, he says, she atoned to both, to both, uh, Virtuous and Sylvian, despite her grievances with Virtuous in the past. He says, Kel, there's... Every person is flawed. In some way or another. He says, um... He says, he says, you may think me to be perfect, he says, but I do have flaws, I assure you, hidden in here somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can't find them either, but I'm sure they're there. (laughs) They're certainly not visible ones. He says, but they are there nonetheless, and you have them as well. He says, we all do. He says, the important thing is, is when we do things that we shouldn't. Sometimes, because we, despite our best efforts to control it, we lose control. The important thing is, is what we do after. Do we make amends? Do we try to be better the next time? He says, I get the idea that she is trying to do better. He says, but you know her better than I. He says, but perhaps it is not me you should be having this conversation with. <laughs> he says can probably I give, not but I like talking to you I like talking to you too he says uh, <laughs> he says uh, can I give you a little bit of an observation and a little bit of advice as Please. your as your partner not as your not as your priest he says uh, I partied I says I partied hard with you guys on the boat <laughs> he says I uh I traveled with you a little bit. You all, he says, you all need to talk to each other. Way more <laughs> than you do. <laughs> he says, <laughs> he says, perhaps you can be, perhaps you can be the emissary that opens these channels. <laughs> I'll do my best. He says, "Granted, I think it might be harder than slaying a kraken, but I I believe in you." <laughs> All right, I give him a kiss, squeeze his butt, and get dressed. Yeah, he says. Now, if you uh, halfway while you're getting dressed, he says, "I've got to go." He says, "There's penitents waiting for their sermons and waiting for their." Blessings. That's a blame. <laughs> and he, t- he heads off. And I'm assuming at that point you head over to the Colossus of Virtues. Yep. Uh, and you walk in halfway through a conversation with James Bard. <sighs> uh, he's just asked, what, what do you want me to do next? And your companions are uh, talking about it a little bit as you walk in. What have I missed? Uh, well, we're talking to James right now, James Bard, and he wants to know what we should do, what he should do next. Um, 
as far as he can tell, Narrakesh and Laoshin are holed up in the Busey estate. And that's about all the new information we have. You know about the Red Dragons patrolling, the Mind Flayers patrolling. I guess the question is, do we try to take this city? Because it's the most well-fortified outside of Carthel and Virtue's car. Well, I mean, that's all we have left, so... I mean, honestly, it may be more well-fortified, unless Malfiax and um, Ethelkir have come up with an army of green and red dragonborn to patrol their streets, along with all the fucking mind flares. Malfiax doesn't need an army. And... That's true. <clears throat> what if for the next five or six days, Narastana, we chose a spot and you could teleport there. Oh, I like this. Make sure that you're seen there by something and disappear. And then maybe we can lure one of them to be near it. Oh, I see what you're saying. So where I thought you were going with that was over the next five or six days, we just carry out guerrilla warfare in the streets of Carthel. Ooh, that's also fun. <laughs> there's a bunch of mind flares and I know the town really well, so there's a really good chance that I could just... You mean Krailson? Krailson is what I meant, yeah. Uh, so there's a really good chance I could pretty well get us where we needed to go, fuck some shit up, piss everybody off, and then get the fuck out. That's where I thought you were going. Do you think more fun? Yeah, I know, right? It doesn't do anything about getting, um, uh, Marrakesh or Laoshin away from each other, but it also sounds like fun. Where would we go in order to lure them out where we could get them to go somewhere? I, I don't know. There got enough reports that you were hanging around somewhere that somebody could think that you were there. Like, for good. Yeah, but where could we do that where we wouldn't put other people in more danger? I don't know. Okay. Let's just go kill some mind players. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> there are people who could potentially be allies for us in Krilson. Should see about talking to them. True. The metallic dragonborn. Okay. Yeah. Um, James Bard. Yeah, uh, this is James. Go, go for James. What <laughs> the fuck? Um, have yeah. you been? Have you been by the Dragon Quarter at all? The Fang District? He says, of course. He says, I was there the first the first time I checked in. Okay. Um, how did it look? I mean, are the other Dragonborn free to move about? Or are they confined to the Quarter? No, I mean, it's uh, nobody's nobody's confined anywhere. Um, he says, uh, they, they, they do seem to be out in a little fewer number. Uh, mm-hmm. Than usual, and you know they seem to be getting hassled a little more by the street guards, but uh, but no, they're still they're still still uh, a rainbow's worth of dragonborn out here. So, Kel, are you thinking we bamf in and talk to somebody? I'd at least like to talk to Urigil. Yeah, that's fair. 
What's uh, I'm trying to remember how the politics of the chromatics work again. Um, is it the blue, the blue desk? Like answers to the black one, or does the black one like follow the blue one? I thought there was something in between those two. Isn't the blue one really young, and so takes its lead from the black one? Uh, let me pull up my notes I feel like on that, that situation. One of them's younger. Wasn't the blue one working with Nerecon too? Yeah. yeah. So, so the blue one, yeah, the Equa or the Sira was working with uh, Nerecon. Um. Uh, the um the red and the gold dragonborns kind of are the de facto leaders of the councils. Mm-hmm. Um, since they uh, since they kind of they descend from the uh, the the oldest dragons. Um, uh, the white dragonborn and the black dragonborn were both pretty not dumb so much as just um. Blunt, simple, Blunt. like simple in there. Like you know, they uh, they eschewed more, you know, plotting and planning for just direct action. Okay, and it was Desira who was uh, procuring arrows of dragon slaying. Yes, they, you feel like her and Nerikon were in cahoots about that. Somehow, yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I feel like whatever we do with Krelson, we need to talk to the Metallic Dragonborn first. Okay, that's fair. I mean, let them know that we're going to pop in and murder a bunch of folk and then pop out because that will affect their lives more greatly than ours. So, is there an area near the um, drag near the Fane District, Chris, that I know well enough to t- teleport to? Or where does um, where does Kill's bracelet take us to? Oh, um, okay. his uh, his his claw. Sure. That probably t- that could probably take you to Yurigil's office. Oh, okay. So we could do that. I like this plan. Ooh. I was all popping in on the notes. <laughs> Is there anyone else in Krailson we should have James Bard talk to? Mm. Uh, James, are the Sylvian and Virtues temples actually raised to the ground? Um, he says, well, the Sylvian one is burnt down, yes. Uh, the tree is gone. Are you me? Uh, he says, however, the Virtusian temple has been converted to a prison. Oh, really? That's where the guards are being held. He says, that's where they're holding the guards. Do you know if any of the Sylvian priests got away? Uh, he says, I don't know that for sure. He says, I could, I could investigate that if you want. I mean... Anybody else you guys want him to talk to? Uh, I actually, Kel, I have a question. We can't, we can't fulfill our part of the deal. Yeah. Um. Wasn't the deal that if Badger breaks out, 
the guards, then we would resurrect. Oh, Barry, you're the greatest. Barry, you're you're diabolical, sir. I, I, I've come across a lot of lawyers on my journeys across the sea. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure I follow. He, he's he done, done, done a lot of maritime law. <laughs> yeah. If we break out the door instead of him, then we don't have to hold up our... Then he, or somebody else stops him from doing it because they know he's coming. <clears throat> he can't fulfill his part of the bargain. We don't have to fulfill ours. Yeah, the thing is, if we screw him over, he's going to kill my family. So let's not investigate that route. Okay. I say we just kill him outright. Yeah, we need to have a chat sometime. Um, Ooh, why don't we go to the jail and wait there and murder him there? Yeah. Because he got away last time and he might get away again. Yeah, but he's not expecting it this time. Right. I imagine he probably is. Not fair. <laughs> he's pretty paranoid, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. With good reason. Well, we are talking about killing him. We didn't try to kill him a lot. <laughs> well, it's not our fault. He's the murderer. Also, I did kind of swear an oath we wouldn't kill him, and I'd like to keep that, if at all possible. Hey, there's always a chance that he could just fail. Can we disagree going forward that we don't promise our enemies we won't kill them? Like, that's not a promise we should make because we only kill people who are murdering psychopaths? Yeah, the decision to not kill somebody should only be made unilaterally. Yes. And we only kill people that are murdering sociopaths or scribes. I'd just like to point out that two of you were present and conscious when I made this promise and there were no objections. I assume I didn't hear much. That's you did. I was outside, and I also here. <sighs> I was trying to chop down a tree. <laughs> I was. I was. I was doing the same. I was looking for a gnome. <laughs> I mean, it's done now. We can't undo it unless we can surprise him and kill him really fast. <laughs> well, we can. Just- <laughs> well, we have a hole. <clears throat> Oh, we have to just him to walk somewhere. Oh my god, all we have to do is find him and throw it at him! And then, <laughs> no! Surprise bear trap! I love it. Holy attack. I love that thing. <laughs> I should find more husbands to kill. Holy <laughs> 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 shit! Oh god. Alright, so guerrilla warfare? Well, first we got to talk to the Dragonborn. Okay. So, do we have everything we need from here? I think so. Mm-hmm. All right. We have a live. We have a oh. live sorcerer. We also need to return the halflings at some point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. There is no teleportation circle there. Can they wait till tomorrow? I'll go ask Euphemia. They're they're, they're like. I mean, they're, like, right next to you guys. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we can wait. <laughs> oh. And, uh, and, you know, would you want to go back there? Or, or is it, I mean, would you want to go to your church? Wherever they buggered off to. That is uh, a good question. She says, um, he, he, he says, we were in the process of um, instigating our emergency uh, evacuation when he nabbed me. Mm. Um 
she says, but yes, the church is safe. Uh, she says, I, please don't take it personally, but I'm not going to tell you where our secret, our secret hidey hole is, but, um, it is somewhere secure, very secret, uh, and hopefully somewhere that nobody can find or get to. Very unmurdered. So do you want to be sent back to, uh, East Hill then? She says, we're, she says, no rush. She says, I've never been to Windhaven before. Okay. I assume that now that I'm feeling a little better, I can maybe go out and explore a bit. This books, for sure. Well, there's a church of cold here that she can connect back up with too. Yeah. So you know. I mean, I'm sure you all, after being killed, need a vacation. So, little southern continent, little sand, a little sun, a few margaritas. Mm-hmm. Little resurrection sickness. Wind Hills at Windhaven. It's uh <laughs> Don't do it. It's Don't quite a it. show. Don't do it. Uh, I mean, that's really up to them. <laughs> Everyone has their that's own preference. Fair. They might get a kick out of it. That's yes. I'm sending you a note. Okay. The godline is open. <laughs> In only nine ninety five a minute. Chris, I'm sending you a note too. I'm not, so there. You are noteless from me. (laughs) (laughs) That's about as good as the time that you handed me a half-done drawing of, like, a bunny. So what are we doing? So are we heading to Krailson then? Yep. Alright. Uh, I don't have to roll for it since I have his bronze claw, right? Yeah, correct. Chris? That's correct. Oh, okay. You just cut out. Sorry. Uh, so I do my thing and join the guy. So let's go outside to do the teleportation. I guess. Or at least in a more open area. Because this is just a small room, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we head out, and I teleport. All right. Reality melts away. And you guys reappear in, a, uh, in an office that smells overwhelmingly of sandalwood and leather. All sorts of books lining the wall are lining the wall. Rich mahogany uh, bookshelves. Uh, you're standing in the office of Uragil. Uh She is not there at the moment. Does the office look like it's like a normal array? It's yeah. Not been yeah. Okay. What time is it in Krails? Uh It's probably like 10 a.m. I'm going to poke my head out the door. Well, he does that. I'm going to poke around. Oh, boy. <laughs> Roll me an investigate check. Calamity, don't steal anything. That'd be rude. Curious. Just as long as none of your curiosity puts any of that in your pockets. Uh, As you open the door, uh, a guard kind of turns around and is like, ah! (laughs) 19. Um, 
Like, yeah, like, uh, you, pretty much, uh, you, the only thing you mean, like, you find some letters, uh, that she's written, uh, to, um, other, like, they're just sitting on top of the desk, um, that she's writing apparently to, like, family about the current events. Uh, on the bookshelf, you find many books about, like, uh, the history of Dragonborn, the history of Carthal, the history of Kraelson, uh, books on, like, um, you know, the way of the open fist, uh, stuff like that, or the open palm or whatever among school is. Half-empty, half-empty bottle of Metal Ocean tequila in the bottom shelf of the desk for <laughs> um, weekends. And uh, as, you, as, you're, as you're kind of, like, getting ready to open one of the drawers, uh, the guard pokes his head and says, hey, stop that. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, Cal, um, everybody else, he says, are you here to see Uragil? Yep. He says, I'm assuming you teleported in here? That's a safe assumption. He says, uh, you don't have to be an ass about it. Let me go get your sister. <laughs> I slide the uh, drawer back closed, back closed and under my breath. I go in there, Sonic. You're just kind of boring. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah. uh, a few minutes later, uh, your girl comes uh, walking in. Uh, sh- she's wearing her, like, her gi. Apparently, she was in the middle of doing monk training. Uh, she's the leader of the mm-hmm. of monks. Um, Bow respectfully. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the uh, unannounced arrival. She says, uh, "I'm glad. To, glad. To, no, don't be. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're okay, Kel. Everybody, have a seat." She looks at you, Barrett. She says, I "Don't know you, Barrett. Nice to meet you." She shakes <laughs> your hand. Come in, come in, have a seat, have a seat. She sits down, uh, opens a drawer, like right below the one that you're opening, uh, Calamity. Uh, and she pulls out a bottle of wine. She says, anybody care for a drink? I do. <laughs> she pours y'all a little glass of wine. She says, what can I, what can well, I do for you? We've been doing our best to keep tabs on the situation around here. Just wanted to see... How uh, how things are going for the metallic dragonborn? Uh, the red and green are kind of running the show around here. And then I have a proposal. And then I have something to say. Well, that, she looks at you, Beric. I got nothing. I, I I'm really enjoying watching the, what happens with these people. <laughs> She says, um, she says, Cal, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The whole thing's a shithole or shit show. She says, uh, she says, with the, uh, she says, with the backing of Marrakesh and Malfiak, she says, the, uh, green and the reds have assumed control of the Dask Thormax. She says, um, the whole thing is against the Kanari. She says they've brought shame on their clans for generations to come. She says, so we're just trying to keep our heads low for the moment. And how do the other chromatics feel about this? She says, uh, Desira. I think the Sierra knew this was coming before we did. She, said, she says, um, 
course, um, she says, what, what do you know? She says, because uh, there's quite a bit that's been going on lately. Mind flayers roaming the street. Uh, the guards locked up under the Temple of Virtus. The Temple of Sylvian burned to the ground. Uh, Garrison destroyed the uh, Lord probably dead. I don't actually know what happened to him, but uh, Lord, Bu- Lord and- Busey, no, he uh, he acquiesced. He uh, Oh, he, he that sur- actually he, makes a lot of sense. He's a worm. He always has been. Yeah. But uh, Laushin and Narakash hold up in his place. And other than that, I mean, no open conflict in the streets as far as we know. Everything's kind of quiet but tense. Yeah, she says, well, that's that's kind of what happens in an authoritarian regime. Uh, she says... Um, Nobody, nobody wants to step out of line because they've got a ancient green dragon to fuck shit up if anything goes awry. So, what would, hypothetically speaking, she says, "Is this?" Would... She says, "Is this your proposal that you're getting to?" Maybe I should just wait. She says, <laughs> "She says because I do have uh, there's something else that Kel needs to know, and then we'll we'll get to you. I promise." Um, okay, I'll I'll sit quietly. She says, uh, Narakander's dead. Oh, the one you made to deal with. That was quick. Who's in charge now? Naravax. Uh, roll me... Actually, I won't even say you need the roll. Um, uh, you've heard of Naravax before? Um, she is... She is like the, uh, epitome of Narakeshian ideals. Mm. <laughs> Um, cunning, treacherous, delights in suffering. Um, she says, uh, Narakander, uh, didn't, uh, she says, uh, stood her ground against Narakesh. Didn't agree with what was happening. Says, uh, that was pretty foolish. Incredibly. Would have been much, she says, would have been much more useful, uh, she pretended to go along and to help us undermine her from, you know, inside, but it's not like greens are willing to work with other people anyway. She says, no. What? I'm not wrong. That's <laughs> not a great defense for me right now. like three dragons. She says, um, <laughs> she says we've been um I've been keeping my ears open for any any signs of rebellions or or resistance groups, she says, but I've not heard of many. She says, uh anybody that gets suspected gets their minds scanned, and if they are guilty then they get their minds eaten. Do you know how many mind flayers are in the city? Yeah. She says the most I've ever heard of I've seen it once is four. Yeah. She says, but my guess would be they're somewhere between 8 to 12. Nice. you know where they're garrisoning at? That, she says, we don't know. She says, um... She says, they they just seem to almost appear out of nowhere. Ooh, what about those catacombs? It's very possible. 
Yeah, I think they preferred underground, so that would make sense. Um, she says, uh, she says, aside from that, she says, aside from Narakander, she says all the other desks are currently alive and well. Um, she says, uh, I've been meeting with the other metallics on the sly. She says, um, we all know that we need to do something. We're just not sure what yet. She says, of course, of course, so, so Friel, the gold, uh, thinks that, you know, we should hunker down, isolate ourselves. She says, uh, Belnore thinks that maybe we can talk our way out of it. She says, Sicoria thinks that we should, she's the copper one, uh, thinks that maybe we should, you know, she, she thinks that we should just make their life difficult, you know? Just can we meet? Can she and I meet? That'd be great. <laughs> Saying we'd probably get along. I think so too. Uh, I think she so. She says so. Really, I think obviously we should take the fight to our oppressors, but we need more resources for that, and I need more time to convince the other the other dasks to come around to my way. Anyway, that's that's what we know. Your sister is fine. Um, All right. Well, Narasana, your proposal. So there are some dragonborn who are interested in making a ruckus. Oh, absolutely. So I was thinking that I like to teleport. It's kind of a thing that I like to do. <laughs> she says, was, "Yeah, you're you're just tearing through the whole fabrics of space and time. What what could go? Why wouldn't you like that?" I know, right? Uh, but I was thinking that if there was a problem happening in a certain area at a predetermined time, and the mind flayers took interest, suddenly attack. I don't know. I, I also don't really want to put people in danger other than ourselves because that would suck. But is there anything that you guys could do to help direct us to get to basically set a trap for and just murder mind players? That's I want to murder mind players. <laughs> Actually, could you uh, since since the mind players have been investigating like <clears throat> rumors of sedition? We could just set up a like a, a fake traitorous meeting in a in a warehouse somewhere and have the mind flayers show up and it's just us. I like it. I could. Oh wait, never mind. She says that sounds great. She says, but I I don't know what you would want from me for that. She says it sounds like. I mean, we could spread word of these seditious meetings. I think that would be the most effective. Like, could you spread? She says. Words? She says, but it will put it will put bronze and bronze and copper dragonborns at risk. Is yeah, that a risk you're willing to take? No, because they're they're gonna start as soon as they hear the rumors. They're not gonna wait for the meeting to happen. 
I just I like the idea though. Uh, all right, I'm so, gonna keep, I have to run to the, go pee real quick, but I'm still listening. I can okay, still... so here's a question. <clears throat> Could Dragonborn collect for us items from certain parts of the city where they know that the mind flayers go more often? And then we could use those objects to teleport directly to the problem area. Or, good idea. or the next question is, is there any sort of spell that we can attach to a mind flayer to follow them to their lair so we can vomit like Fallujah? Well, we've got not, not okay with that metaphor. Um, yeah, I don't understand the metaphor that I just made, so sorry if it was insulting. I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, I don't know that there's a spell like that necessarily, unless we scry on a mind flayer. But you can't. They're protected from that, right? But there's a guy in the city that we could have follow him. That would be really bad, probably. He's probably done it already. Can't they read the minds of those around them? Like, they don't have to be touching you to read the mind. Yeah. They just have to be near them. Yeah, they can't read her mind. It's true. Mm -hmm. And actually, isn't there a big uh, population of tieflings in this town? Yeah, but they can't read my mind because of my infernal path. Yeah. But I mean, those might be people that you'd be able to talk to. Yeah, that's true. They're probably no more pleased with this occupation than anyone else. So Make if we sure have... still there and they haven't been figured out. So, yes, you could get objects that would teleport you around the city. However, they, there doesn't seem to be a pattern where they're patrolling. Okay. Uh, otherwise, that's a good idea. Um, uh, uh, locate creature spell would maybe would maybe work. Wouldn't it have to be locate monster? Uh, locate creature. Creature would work. I mean, I don't have that spell, so... Hmm. Um. Do we know where the entrance to the catacombs are? Yeah. You've been there. Mm-hmm. been there. I mean... They're you, under the fort. You guys just want to go hunting? I mean, we'd have to walk up to the fort and... Yeah. Which is not the least uh, patrolled area. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we're pretty good at sneaking. Mm, are we? <laughs> we're really the only thing you could do is you could just go stand out in the center of town with some two pots and bang them together and... <laughs> <laughs> I did think of that. That's right. more of our planning speed, actually. That is. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we'll treat that as plan 2P. So how, lo- how long would it take a bird to fly from where we're at to the entrance to the catacombs? More than five minutes? Oh, there. Well, more than I guess a minute if there's three of us in there. Yeah. We could have we could have the bird go to the catacombs and get something, and then you can teleport us into it. 
That would work. Would a rock work? A rock would work, right? Chris? Um, yeah. Um, what do you think of that calamity? Because that sends you directly in there without any sort of backup. Uh, why the fuck not? <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> All right. It's the kind of thing that would appeal to Calamity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can just teleport us there, and then we'll be directly underneath Narakash Laotian and in the middle of his Mind Flayer lair. Mind Flayer lair? How long it take me to get there, find a rock, and get back? About, about an hour. Oh, wow. That's cutting it close. What was... Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember how we got down there... I don't remember how we got down there before. I know we had to go into the fort, but where did we go from there to get down to the catacombs? I thought we were under the fort, but we yeah. started in a a building near there. Yeah, oh, Narasana knew a building that people like teenagers went to to like neck. Well, could she go to that building then? Is that any closer? It's up. It's up kind of up near your side of town, so it's, it's probably oh. about the same distance, but. And did the catacombs collapse? Because that was the old green dragon lair, right? No. That was a different set of... But there was that earthquake, and we don't know how they are. There were, there were floppy cultists down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Well, the, the entrance to that was fairly far away from the fort. Well, the, the entrance... Well, there, but there was also a... There was also an entrance, like... There's multiple yeah. entrances to it, one of them was right by the fort. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Yurgil, do you know if any of the catacombs collapsed uh, in the earthquake? She says, not that I've heard, though that doesn't mean that it hasn't happened. Well, I mean, I only have... I've already used one teleport, and I only have one other for the day. <clears throat> if I go get a rock, you can use it tomorrow. Yeah, and I could take us to Windhaven tonight, mm-hmm. start fresh tomorrow, and fuck some shit up. Or we could just find a place to crash here tonight. That's a terrible idea. With mind players in town, isn't it? Yeah, been. They just figure out where you're like any second. That's true. Some of us are scribble. Yeah. Plus, we put everyone that we meet in danger of having their brains eaten. That too. Yeah, you're oh. going to have to be really careful not to be caught by a mind player. Chris, would I know about Lehman's tiny hut? With Barrett? We don't have it, huh? We don't have it. Oh, somebody probably does. James Bard? Roll me an Arcana check. I don't think that's going to go very well. Yeah. Oh, Batman! Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> I got a four, so no. <clears throat> what happened to our very helpful Bard? Did we leave him in Windhaven? We did. He has 
No, he's here in Creelson. No, no, you're just, 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 just... No, that's James Bard, not our very helpful Bard. She's talking about oh. Lurin, the very okay. helpful Bard. Yeah, I think we should head back to Windhaven. Um, if we yeah. can start... Yeah. If we can start gathering items from around the city, that would be of help. Well, I mean, what about just getting a rock from the catacombs and going in directly. Do we not like that idea? Well, we can do that, too. Yeah, so, Calamity, you going to burn it up? Yes, but I needed to say something, too. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes? Oh, uh, so Charles and I are going to tell you, but we kind of made this deal that's probably going to go awry, and people are going to try to trail all this family, so we keep a lookout for that. That would be cool. Okay, see ya. And I got him burned. <laughs> Peace Thanks out, calamity. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Your girl looks to you, Kel, and raises an, eye- an eyebrow. It's, it's it's a complicated story filled with mistakes, and I'm working on it. I mean, we do have an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kel, you just got thrown. Under the bus. Vera's <laughs> <laughs> not aggressive. She's passive aggressive too. Excellent. Every every variety of aggressive. Always aggressive. Be Oh, you're. We, uh, we're actually talking about this. Um, <laughs> all right, I, I can explain the situation to her. <laughs> she says, "I'll reassign your sister to watch your folks." <clears throat> well, I mean, it's very kind of you. Again, not entirely sure it's necessary. Trying to sort this out. She says, what's the, uh, Cal, what's the uh, downside if I do? She's not going to enjoy it. She shrugs. (laughs) Says, that sounds like a her problem. (laughs) Or maybe a you problem. (laughs) It's going to become a me problem next time I see her. But okay. Uh, so she yeah, she uh, serves you guys scones as you wait for Bird Lamity to come back. Scones. Bird Lamity. Bird Lamity, you get your rock, you fly back. Sweet. Uh, as you're flying overhead, you do see a couple groups of guards with mind flares in them, or mind flare each. Too bad I am on a strict timeline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as you swoop back in, uh, you see a, t- a tray full of mostly eaten scones and uh, some cold tea. Sweet. I eat some scones. <laughs> you miss scones. <laughs> as a bird, you eat scones? Yeah. 
right. You start pecking up some scones. Uh, and then your hour runs out, and so you are crouching on this table. <laughs> Bunch of scones underfoot. <laughs> hey, Calamity. Yeah? You're not a bird anymore. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, I know, it's cool. Did you get a rock? Yeah, I gave near side of the rock. Rock. Put it in my pile of stuff. What's today? The eleventh of bright. Mm-hmm. You need a spreadsheet for teleportation devices. You do. I kind of do. Like, like I have a whole list <laughs> of all of my stuff. I'm running out of room. You could have the start date and the expiration date. I just had the date when I got it because I don't have that much room. <laughs> Yeah, I think you need to make yourself a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. What was that? It's probably me yawning. Yep. Alright, so okay. you have a rock. Very happy with my rock. I'm glad. What do you guys do next? So, is there anything else we need to do? Should we get out of here so we're not putting people in danger with our mere presence? Yeah, that's a good idea. Sure. <clears throat> we can go drinking in Windhaven. Um, okay. I teleportation circle us to Windhaven. Alright. You're back in Windhaven. Uh, we, and we obviously go to the Sylvian Temple. Mm-hmm. So, what do you do back in Windhaven? I'm going to stay at the temple for a little bit. The Sylvian Temple. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to head back to hang out with uh, Elrin. Mm-hmm. Are, are you doing anything uh, in particular at the table, at the temple, Narasana? Um... I'm just going to relax. Okay. Think about things. <laughs> I died. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, nobody likes to die. No, it sucked. I might pray a little bit. I'm not mad enough to like, do it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not going to pray because I'm not mad enough to pray, but I'm definitely going to contemplate <laughs> existence. All right, yeah. Kel, I'm sorry. I think I cut you off earlier. What were you, what were you going to do? <laughs> I remember that lead, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's making a face. What's he making a face about? <laughs> Kel? Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the Colossus. Mm-hmm. And shit. Okay, so what, what do you do after that? Sorry, no. <laughs> uh, 
See, I have an idea now. It's the first time you've shit this entire campaign. It's really... (laughs) (laughs) You've been really holding it in for months. Months? (laughs) Well, death will do that to you. Um... I'm just, I'm gonna check on how everyone's doing, mm-hmm. and then head over to the other temple. All right, you're at the other temple. Yep. Nothing. Nothing special. No, just plan on spending the night with Nicola again. All right. Barrack, anything for you? <laughs> just wander the market and see if anything uh, anything strikes my fancy. All right. Uh, roll me an investigate check. <laughs> I got a natural one. Uh, uh, as you're walking along, you see an alluring lady, uh, kind of a uh, a. Is she that pretty? She's <laughs> a pretty girl. <laughs> Uh, kind of tall for a gnome. Uh, she's standing kind of like uh, on an alleyway, and she says, "You there, sir?" Yes, I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> she says, yes, "She says, um, have you experienced it?" Well, it's <laughs> a rather personal question. Um, well, no, I, what is it? She says, it is the most sensational, thrilling, uh, life-changing exhibition in all of Windhaven. She says, it will be a defining moment in your life. You'll have your life before you experienced it and your life after. Wait a minute, is this the windmills of Windhaven? She says, no, of course not. She says, that's just a tawdry show. She says, nothing like it. She says, would you care to, she says, would you care to experience it? Are you brave enough? Are you ready for your life to be changed in such a dramatic fashion? I gotta admit, it is making me curious. She says, well... She says, come this way, just ten gold pieces, and you can experience it. <laughs> All right, what the hell? I'll follow her. I'll All be right. wary. City. What's that? I'll be wary, because it's a city. Mm-hmm. So she leads you down almost like a maze of alleyways um, to a small shop, just kind of, it looks like it's in the back of a much bigger shop, uh, and above the door in, in kind of scary letters, large scary letters you just see it <laughs> if, if she tells me to turn it off and turn it back on again I'm going to be pretty pissed <laughs> the mysteries of IT <laughs> no I, I come to this game to escape though Sean not, <laughs> not relive them thank you uh, she says 10 gold pieces please alright I will give her 10 gold pieces the build-up alone is worth ten gold pieces. <laughs> All right, she opens the door. Magical darkness is beyond it. She says, "Walk in with an open mind." 
What do you Not do? Not the first time Beric has heard those words. Yeah. I will. I will go ahead and do it. Go, go ahead and walk in. All right. Beric, you walk in into the darkness. Your feet echo off the stone floor. Slight dripping sound fills your ears. The door shuts behind you and you find yourself completely in the dark. Roll me a perception check. God damn, I gotta stop rolling that dice. Nine. Okay. Um, give me just a second here. I'm keeping my hand on my purse, though. Um, you are standing in an Elysian field. Uh, the uh, sky stretches. The sky is a bright blue. Uh, there's a sort of there's sort of like floating stones nearby, like just floating, hovering in the sky effortlessly. A uh, large wheat field stretches out in front of you. Um, and you see what looks like floating little balls of light nearby. Hmm. Well, this is nice. I go off and frolic. <laughs> All right, you frolic for a few hours. <laughs> what do the balls of light do? They just float by, unconcerning of you. Yeah. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Is it all it's cracked up to be? Um, so how long do you how long do you frolic? I I don't know. I mean, I imagine I'll get bored pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, about an hour. Okay. So what do you do then? It's <clears throat> a good question. I don't know. Do I do I see anything back the way I came? There's uh, just vast open fields as far as the eye can see. All right, well, that was boring. <laughs> um, I'll kind of go back the way I came and see if I can find wherever I landed, I guess, or what my entry point was and see if there's any Yeah, you, you can follow, like, the trampled grass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's nothing there. Well, shit. Chris just likes trapping you in pocket dimensions. <laughs> um, I did that to Veracast a couple of times too. Yeah. What's the fun of What's the fun of having multiple dimensions if you can't fun, have fun with them? <laughs> That's fair. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll try to um, catch one of the balls of light mm-hmm. and see if it does anything. <laughs> Just imagining this little, little pirate gnome chasing after a ball of light like a butterfly through a field. All right, you catch one. It takes a few hours. Uh, but I, you... I try to talk to him. What do you say? Uh, hey, what's your name? My name... My name is Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? My name's Barrick. Hello, Barry. <laughs> Hi, Larry. 
How'd you get here? Oh, I am recently deceased. Ah. How about you? Well, <laughs> it is a long story. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm thinking a scam. <laughs> I know through a <laughs> through a shop in Windhaven. Do you oh. know where you're going, Larry? I'm floating towards the mountain, of course. Mind if I go with you? Sure, let's go. All right. Well, tell me about yourself, Larry. And I right. chat with him as we go. Over the next few weeks, you and Larry get to know each other very well. <laughs> uh, Larry Larry was a cobbler. Uh, he was actually from Pericles. Uh, lived a long, full life. Oh, my Wait, I think I think I was a cobbler too. We have a lot to talk about. Oh, yes. Do you about like the- soft soft sole or hard sole? Um, I mean, you know, a nice hard sole, but replaceable, so you can. Mm-hmm. Oh no, my! I had four siblings. One of them was a cobbler. Hmm. So you <laughs> was he named Larry? He <laughs> <laughs> was not named Larry. <laughs> Uh, so every day you every day you walk with Larry, the mountain gets closer. Larry, after after about three and a half weeks, Larry confides in you. He's like, "I'm a little scared." Why? He says, uh, "What if heaven isn't as cracked up as it's supposed to be?" I mean, could it be, <laughs> could it be any more random and and strange than the place we just? came from he says that's a good point at least it'll be a new experience Hmm. he says I wonder if they have shoes there Hmm. I'm sure if you want them to they probably will he says of course I have have no feet but uh, anyway that's a a details deep Larry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you're a good friend Beric well thank you uh, and as he's saying that, like suddenly you just start you notice like in the sky, there seems to be like a tearing of like and blackness starts seeping into this heaven. Uh, and you hear a deep you hear a deep booming voice say, "Get it off of him! It's been too long." Oh. Uh, oh. And uh, suddenly, yeah. suddenly you come. You come to, uh, and you're lying on a cobblestone floor, and you feel something fleshy being pulled off of your face. Uh-oh. Lift, Damon. And they Uh. say, yes, that was it. (laughs) And uh, you see a door open behind you, and they say, now get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Are they... So is it? It's still magically dark. You can't see anything oh, okay. except for still... the light from the door. <laughs> and they're and they're pushing me toward the door. They're kind of like yeah, trying to get you up and out. And you hear kind of hear some murmurs <laughs> like people in the back. I've never seen it react that way before. Me either. <laughs> I will. Um, are they? Do they actually have their hands on me? Yeah, you feel some hands on you. Yeah. Okay. When we get when we get to the door. I'm going to grab one of them and pull them with me through the door. All right. And <laughs> just pick them up. What the hell was that? He says, it's just a, 
just the it's just the machine that gives people joy. He says it's all it does. It, it makes people get a brief fleeting moment of utopia. <laughs> Can I give him a little shake? You should, you should probably warn people what the hell's going to go on. It's only, it's, it's only supposed to last a few hours for you. Well, that didn't work that way. Sorry, you. you there's just something weird about you, man. <laughs> I, I I get that a lot, and I and I keep I, I hold him up like that, and I carry him out to the main street to find a watch person. Ah, <laughs> nice. Uh, so you find a watch person. And I kind of set him down, and I say, these people are doing something very strange in a magically pit, a magically dark uh, shop back there. Uh, the uh, the guard uh, raising the realm magically dark, you say? Yes, yeah. And there's some, they put some kind of a fleshy thing on my face and <laughs> sent me to Elysium for a couple of weeks. I have no idea what the guy's talking about. Hush. Quiet, you. He says, well, uh, thank you, citizen. I will get the captain, tell her about this, and we'll get to the bottom of this. Okay, my name is Beric. If you need me, I'll be at the Virtues Temple. Wait, Beric Seaborn? Nah. Oh, well, it's an honor to meet you. Oh, thank you. How do I... Do, do I know you, or... Did I save someone one of your family members' lives? I do that a lot. <laughs> he says, "Yeah, my uh, my brother." Ah, good. I hope you like him. He's a good brother. All right, great. Well, if you need me, I'll be at the Virtuous Temple. All right. And so he I, he oh, puts manacles oh. on the uh, on the uh, gnome. I I wander off whistling the I rolled a one song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, it's been three and a half weeks. <laughs> not not really, but to your mind. Oh my god! To your mind, it's been it's been three and a half weeks since. Holy fuck, Chris! Good god! Sorry, I didn't mean to. But I just want to make sure you you feel this though. Like you've been gone for three and a half weeks. The rest of us felt it. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> We lost another short one. Where the fuck could he have gotten the <laughs> I, w- I wander back to the Virtue Temple and see what the hell happened while I was gone. Uh, so you come back in. Uh, you see uh, just uh, just Calamity there. Hey, Calamity. So what happened in the last like month? You were there. <laughs> Wait, has it been? Have you been around for a month? No, it's been around for well, like I mean, a week. But I'm pretty sure we told you everything. No, it's just I, I got um, waylaid in a shop, and I was in Elysian Fields for like three and a half weeks. When when did you last see me? Like two hours ago. No fucking way. Wait, wait, you were gone for three and a half weeks. Can I roll an insight yeah. or whatever on what that might be? Uh, and just roll me a. No, you you know you know what this is. Hi, you too. Huh? <sighs> <laughs> Calamity's the only one who has it. I just realized. 
Uh-huh. It was a nice place. I mean, don't I'm sure it was. Did you make she hurries to him still do it before the guard shut it down. <laughs> I mean, actually, I did. Was, his name was Larry. Did you learn a lot? Did it change your life? I don't think it really changed my life, but well, good for bad. that. Should <laughs> <laughs> I, I do something to anger you, calamity? No, just the world. <laughs> God, fucking hilarious! I hope you had fun, Barry. I, I did. It was a very strange experience. That's well. Sounds like it. I'm glad you all are still alive, and and it hasn't been three and a half weeks. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. All right. Don't, don't tell Narasana and Kel about this. Because <laughs> it'll bring back some harsh memories for them, probably. I mean... Sound, I mean, you can. That, that sounds legit, and I've got no reason to not to trust you, so I'll, I'll keep it between us. Okay. <laughs> I sit quietly and think about my three three and a half weeks in heaven. I imagine that I'm just kind of like... <laughs> Lounging, hanging out on the bunks with uh, Ellerin. Um, I want to. Is uh, Tilia reading the book? Yeah. I want to do an insight check to see if I can see what he's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> do I keep an eye on that guy? Check. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ah. Uh, Twenty lots. Twenty-eight. Wow. Um, he is reading it very slowly for him. You get the idea that he's a pretty quick reader. He's like reading it slowly. He's taking notes. He seems to be thinking about things quite a bit as he reads it. <laughs> Does he occasionally look over at Calamity like, Nope. <laughs> okay, I turn back to Elrond and I'm like, did I tell you about how we turned my portable hole into a bear trap? He's like, no, please tell me. Okay, so what we did is <laughs> open up the hole and we put Kel and Barry in it. And then we closed it. And we followed these guards into uh, this, like, building. And waited until they walked in. And I threw open the portable hole under their feet. And they fell in. And Barry and Kel killed them. Jesus, that's a pretty great tactic. Isn't it? I was pretty proud of myself. He says, as well, he says, as well, you should be. Uh, he says, uh, he says, maybe, uh, maybe you could trap like Laosian in there and then just like suffocate him to death, right? I know. I think that's the first thing you should try if we run across him. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying this a lot. But I didn't have to piss off the DM, though. <laughs> yeah, but between this portable hole and uh, my fucking awesome, um, um, flying carpet. I was telling Narasana how I need to find myself another rich husband to murder. He says, or, you know, you don't have to murder him. I could just have stuff. <laughs> and then we continue bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he only refers to you now as the Black Widow because of your. I'm cool with it. <laughs> Barry, how are you? Uh, how do you, how are you feeling now that you've realized it's only been a few hours? I don't know. I think I would be surprisingly at peace with it. <laughs> I mean, I had a, I had a, 
a very strange but very good experience. And... Mm-hmm. All right, I'm hearing a dog bark in the distance. Yep, I hear it too. Um, and then, it, I mean, I would kind of take it in stride. <laughs> it's certainly not the weirdest thing that's happened to me since I met these people, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> it isn't? I mean, if you think about it, I was feeble-minded for a good while. Okay. So. That's pretty strange. Yeah. That's fair. All right, so um, it is the 12th of Bright. Sweet. You guys, uh, Cal, you go through your morning routine with Nikola. He goes and does his thing. You come back to the Colossus. Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit of flirting, a little bit of innuendo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what do you guys do? I think we're going to go... Oh, wait! Uh, before we went to sleep, I wanted to do something. Yeah? I'm excited for this. I have a hunch. I'm going to dream here, Akash. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, set, set the scene. Okay, so I'm just a random person. And the scene is, let's say, a waiting room of some sort. And there's a screaming infant in there. And we're just going to sit there for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Screaming infant, she says. <laughs> I say nothing. <laughs> so she doesn't know which one I am. Just read the highlights magazine. <laughs> oh, did you say there's a bunch of people in there? Oh, yeah. No, it's a full waiting room. Kind of smells a little weird. Some people haven't showered in a while. Screaming <laughs> infant. Do you disguise yourself? There's a guy in the corner prophesizing about something stupid. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. It would be like if you have kind of like, let's say, I don't know, Fox News on in the corner of the waiting room these days. (laughs) This is diabolical. Mm -hmm. (laughs) After about two hours, she just says, she just looks at the crowd of people and says, game on, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You made her blink! It's only gonna get worse for you from here, but you you did the thing. (sighs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh god. (laughs) Too fucking funny. So is Calamity sleeping in? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. When everyone is awake, uh, I would like to have a word with everybody. I had an idea. Uh, so is this to... like just the group, or is this like with everybody that's kind of hanging out with you guys? Just the four of us. Yeah. So you, you uh, take one of the huddle rooms nearby. <laughs> so I had an idea. Huh? Uh, as the how we might... Because we're concerned about fighting Narakesh and Laoshin at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. How we might isolate Narakesh. Okay. 
We'd have to use somebody from the basement for bait. Maybe your bard buddy, because he can make a little tiny hut, and if he hides in there, he's safe, right? But maybe we, like, take him, put him somewhere in Krelson, and then when Narrakesh comes for him, he hides in the little hut, and we kill Narrakesh. I mean, I really hate that idea. Yeah, I fucking love it. So, FYI, flip sides. Yeah. Uh, if we wanted to do the same, but with Laotian... I hate this idea. Devorin's the one who fucked up his face. Um, but wouldn't both of them want a piece of Devorin then? Whereas Laotian wouldn't care about that's the bard. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. And the bard can protect himself. I mean, don't tell Devorin that I said he couldn't protect himself. <laughs> one day when you're in trouble, I'm just going to toss that in there and stop the flames. <laughs> I mean, he knows. <laughs> we just don't antagonize our friends with those sorts of things, Calamity. <laughs> we we try not to antagonize our friends and family that we kind of almost have godlike powers. <laughs> I mean, how would you feel if I told Tilius that you thought he needed to be protected? He knows that, I think that. I mean, yes, Devor knows that too, but he probably wouldn't like it. How would you feel if she told uh, Tilius that you love him and think of him as a father? Ooh. I don't. <laughs> Roll me a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've got godlike deception now, but still roll it anyway. <laughs> fucking good at deception. I don't know why she has to roll for it. You roll pretty low. But I also... 19. Yeah. Inside uh, if you'd like. Yeah. 15. Oh, Ooh. Uh... 19. So, she... So, Narasana... She said that she tried really hard to make it sound like she didn't mean it, but you get the idea that <laughs> underneath that sarcasm that that Cal has just hit the nail on the head when it comes to that. I won't say anything, but I will raise my eyebrow. <laughs> I won't say a single word. I ignore her. <laughs> That's why I didn't say anything. I'm not looking for open warfare. Keep my mouth shut. We really should talk more often. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a bang-up job of that. So Anyway, that was just an idea we had. If we want to go through with our plan of clearing out the catacombs today, fine with that. I mean, yeah, there's no reason we can't do both kind of in sequence. Yeah. yeah, there is, because if we bring the dragon out, we want to have all of our spells. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, not in the same day, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Just, yeah. We can clear out, and then Narrakesh, so we don't randomly get any patrolling. Um, not only that, but they'll think we're gunning for Laotian, and then we draw Narrakesh out. 
I don't know that if it's actually going to work that way because God's listening to my plan. But I don't. I don't, act, I don't actively <laughs> try to. <laughs> every one of our plans. That's how this works. Yes. Also, our plans are not great. I mean, let's be honest. They usually fail because of us, not because of him. <laughs> <laughs> our plans generally devolve into Leroy Jenkins. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think we're that bad. But I, I think doing them in sequence maybe will be a little bit of misdirection. That might be worth it. Okay. I would agree. So today, mind flayers, tomorrow a dragon. And the next day, the world. The world. So the other question that I have is, do we think that Laotian will come to the assistance of Narrakesh, or vice versa? <clears throat> Roll me... Well, no, I'll just say that, based on everything you've seen, like, as far as you know from everything you've heard, like, this 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 arrangement between them is more of convenience and timing than any sort of loyalty to each other. Mm-hmm. And also, he's a scaredy cat. <clears throat> he's not going to come out. Yeah, if somebody's getting killed. I mean, I can't imagine he wouldn't be happy at the prospect of getting rid of Narakesh, so he could have the city to himself. True. Maybe just let uh, let nature take its course, type of thing. Hmm. Because he certainly thinks that he has everything taken care of. And he's arrogant enough to think that he can take us. And he's probably, the way that he likes to layer up, uh-huh. probably going to spend years digging himself into that castle. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't want to be distracted from that for a while. Yeah. What if he's actually hanging out in the catacombs and not? Because they are under the castle. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Then we kill him today, and barring that, we make a hasty retreat. Are we going to take a helpful bard and keep him hidden so that he can help us? I think it's a good idea. We need heals. I mean, no, is it a good idea, though? I don't know. I get where you're coming from. I don't know how... Hmm, I mean, last oh, time we went up against Mind Flayers, they did a number on us. Yeah, they fucked I'd, really hard. I'd be worried about his safety. And also, yes. if we want Narrakesh to be looking for him, um, actually, that's not a bad... Bringing him is a bad idea, but bringing a, an article of his, a, a piece of clothing or something that we can leave behind she to show that he was there. Down. No, but I know. But if there's something like some distinctive piece of clothing that he has or something like that, that I don't know. He's got his name written inside his underwear or something like <laughs> A very distinctive cloak. His his bard ID badge. <laughs> bard college ID. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like gnome resources. You get points for effort, but <laughs> but all right. So what is the so to summarize? Because you know, I hear a lot of cross chatter. So what is the plan? We are going into the catacombs and laying in wait to get any of the mind flayers that are outside of them and killing the ones that are in them. So we're going mind flayer hunting. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's mind flayer season. Are we going to lay in wait, or are we just going to go into the catacombs and clear the catacombs? Out? Well, there are going to be some that are patrolling. Outside? Yeah. I saw them patrolling yesterday. Yeah. But if we start, if we just start, if we clear out the catacombs and just kill them as they come out. 
That's what I'm saying. It'll be okay. lying in wait for the ones to come back in. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Of course, if we kill them, then their connected mind will probably tell the other ones outside. Mm-hmm. Killing them. No, yeah, we can save a save a teleport. Mm-hmm. I always do. All right. Well, I'm saying that we might not be able to murder them because they don't come. Maybe. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'll hunt them down further. We can do that. It's a good hack. Thank you. Nice. All right, so... We go invade the catacombs. And kill them. If they don't come to us, we're going to chase them down like dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Squid dogs. That's gross. Thank you. <clears throat> so I have a rock. <laughs> you do. I got a rock. Now... Now watch, you were going to use that rock and end up inside of a bakery or something because Calamity is just screwing with us. <laughs> uh, I teleport us. Alright, reality fades away. Bloop, 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 bloop. And it comes back up. Bloop, 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 bloop. Uh, and you are underground and in a uh, near the entrance to a uh, catacomb. Um... Give me just a second. Um, okay. Um, what do you do? Enter the catacombs. Alright. I go invisible. Yeah, are there any uh, uh, mind flares around us? Uh, no, not that you can see. Any people watching us? Or is this area pretty empty? Roll me a perception check. That's really good. That's good, because I don't have much. Uh, 19. Um, No, you don't see anybody watching you. uh, Nor any signs of recent activity. I think that I should step forward since, one, I'm invisible, and two, they can't read my mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to cast Detect Good and Evil and just keep that up as we walk through. Right, I will cast it to uh, see invisibility and have that up as we go through. I will get very close to being very angry. And then... <laughs> <laughs> so that, uh, let's see, um, that's uh, for the duration. So that lasts 10 minutes for you, Kel, hour for yep. you, Narasana. Uh, and then, Kel, you can see aberrations, celestials... Elementals, Fey, Fiends are undead. Mm-hmm. Or I know their location within 30 feet of me. Okay. Well, and let's see. Mind flares are aberrations. Good. It's a good, Why? It's a good beeper. Uh, <laughs> it is blocked, however, by uh, a foot of stone, an inch of metal, thin sheet of lead, or three foot of wood or dirt. So keep that in mind. Um, yep. All right. So as you guys start heading into the catacombs... Um, roll me. What are you rolling, Amanda? I was going to roll my stealthy. Roll me a stealth check with advantage because you're invisible. I forget about because I'm invisible. No, roll it with advantage because you have invisibility. Oh, that's dropped. You gotta stop rolling on that thing. I know. Thirteen. All right. 
<laughs> it's got into bent up. It tosses it in weird directions. <clears throat> uh, issues. Alright. Um, Kel, Narasthana, uh, Beric, you all have the strong suspicion that you're being followed. There, can I see anyone behind me? Turn and look. There's nobody there. Uh, can I roll... Knowledge of layer effects? <laughs> is this is this a layer effect? Um, I don't know what to roll. The perception for my surroundings? Investigation? What? Oh, let's see. Um, Can I intimidate the environment into <laughs> <laughs> That's the big question. If anyone could, it would be theirs. Plus 10 to intimidation. I intimidate the darkness. Yes! That Roll me uh, an arcana check. Oh, fuck. 15. Um, based on what you've experienced and what you've known, you get the idea that something might, something powerfully magic might have some sort of layer here. Yep. Y'all, this is some sort of layer. I feel the creepy, the creepy heebie-jeebies up my spine. And, uh, what happened to your accent? You went all southern on us. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> We're about to be eaten by something, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stars and goddess. My word. Cal, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you pinpoint any sort of... Uh, I don't think I feel anything within 30 feet, so... Mm. Gotta keep... Saying on. I will say, actually, Kel... Oh? Um, oh? That you don't sense anything within 30 feet, though you do get the you do get the sense of a very strong aberration somewhere deep within this. Oh, can I just roll knowledge? I mean, I guess that's Arcana again. What's the souped-up version of a Mind Flayer? Is there, like, you've got goblins and then you've got hobgoblins. And you've got all these mm, things and then you've got... There's a... several. Yeah. There are different types of Mind Flayer, though. Like a Mind Flayer? There's something very powerful and creepy somewhere down here. I don't know exactly where. It's that very powerful. Die, we're going to get a lot of experience points. <laughs> Am I am I an earshot? Obviously not. What Caitlin just said, but that's not a character. <laughs> I feel like Narasthana knows that we need to get stronger, so she would say something along the lines of, "I feel like there's something big ahead, and uh, it'll be good experience if we don't die." <laughs> well, let's press on. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing so great in our last few battles. <laughs> I know, I know. <clears throat> So are the catacombs catacomby, or are we just walking down a hallway? They're catacomby. You've been here before. They're very twisty and turny and stony. Do I know where there might be a large cavern? Um, Knowledge that Keller I might have? Roll me, roll me an intelligence check. With a, I'll give you a percent, not for advantage, but I'll give you proficiency on it since you 
you know what? I'm gonna. Can I use a luck point for that? You can. I will use my first luck point of the game. Nice. So hopefully roll better than a two. One. Eight. Okay. So it's intelligence plus proficiency. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you know, there is actually a... Um, you do know that there is sort of a large... Uh, so, like, the catacombs, like, you know, they're man-made for the most part, but they do kind of connect in, and there is a large cavern, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of... Near the bottom. Okay, so... You're just not uh, sure how to get there. Oh, of course. of course. But you do know that it's there. Um, if only I had the point me spell. Uh, so I... Uh, I somebody with you does. What? Kel does. I have the what? Detect evil and good spell. No, I oh, was yeah. talking about the Harry Potter point me spell. Oh. Sorry. I switched genres. My bad. Um... <laughs> So I share that there is a large cavern somewhere down below, um, and we should keep traveling downward because that might be where the big bat is, where they're congregating. All right. Okay. Do I see any rats around? Um, roll me a perception check. This is going to get fucking weird, isn't it? I, I love it. It almost assuredly is. Whenever she asks an offbeat question with that kind of hesitation in her voice, I'm like, it's about to get... Cal- We've entered the calamity zone. Actually. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. There's rats all about. I am going to take my potion of animal friendship and ask the rats to lead us to the big cavern. Yeah! <laughs> that potion finally came in useful! It only came in useful when we stopped the lion from murdering us! Mm-hmm. <laughs> He tried to murder us because he was trying to teach us a lesson about paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I was you always you always assume that everything I do is trying to teach you a lesson. No, it was it was just it was specifically because the episode had ocean of animal friendship in it. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> so inspiration point for that um, calamity. Um. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Barrick will give you an inspiration point for walking into the obviously bad, bad thing. Barrick <laughs> um. hasn't learned any of, Re- of Rangram's lessons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, so yes, the rats. The rats are happy to lead you into the uh, center of this. Uh, uh, just a really quick question: Are we playing super late tonight? Well, it's super late. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I can probably last another two hours, but more than that, now I'm going to start going to get stupid. I'm yeah. going to start getting stupid. I think midnight's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's. I just wanted to gauge: should I have another two cups of coffee or not? <laughs> Probably yes. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, as yeah, and everybody, but everybody, but calamity. As you're walking further, you still you keep just getting this yeah, this idea that you're being followed. 
But we don't know that Calamity doesn't feel it. Right. As... Can I get Calamity's attention and say, hey, aren't you fucking creeped out right now? There's something following us, something watching us. I turn around and look. Do I see anything? You see just your companions. Hey, maybe ask no, there is it. Maybe, maybe ask the rats if there's something following us. They can't answer their rats. I feel very strongly that... Hasn't this happened before? Where everyone but Calamity in the party was like, oh, something's wrong! It's something just screwing with our brains and hers is immune to it. Okay. This is clear, but I can't remember why. Or it might be that I'm invisible. You guys aren't. I mean, or, and as Sean saying, or it could just be Calamity fucking with us. I'm not doing it! (laughs) (laughs) I I did have a question, and this is Matt, not Keldrash. Yeah. Um, We're in a catacomb, so are there, like, skeletons Mm -hmm. all around the place? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Look at her face! Amanda understands why I asked that question now. Oh, I understand why you asked that question, too. (laughs) I asked one of the rats to, like, turn around and chitter at me um, when we get within, like, two minutes of the main center area. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Okay, Uh, so as you get closer, uh, everybody roll me a perception check. Damn. Ooh, that's good. Wait. Oh my god. Perception? I got a 16. I got 12. 23. Well, at least somebody's paying attention. I got a 8. You're in timeout, Dice. Kel, <laughs> you hear just the brief flapping of like cloth in the air. Uh, just in time to like see three mind flares come from around a corner. You're not surprised by it at all. Um, Ooh, the rest of us, though, mind flares. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's roll initiative. Uh, do I remember from the last time we did this? Did being invisible help at all with these guys? It did not. Okay. Yay, I finally rolled well. What about invisible and unmind readable? Well, you don't know. You weren't invisible at that time. I know. I'm just reminding you. Were you even there? No, I wasn't. (laughs) I mean, nice try trying to press the DM for free information, but... (laughs) I mean, I do that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to tell me to do like a intelligence check or something. I mean, you don't you you, you don't know. So, I mean, what, what what does Amanda think? Probably not. <laughs> I'll probably be able to like have blind sense or something. Hear me walking. But if I don't move, no, they hear me hear me casting too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Give me just a second here. Plus, I will immediately go visible if I cast something. Yeah. Give it, Sean. What? Well, I forgot to. I forgot to level up my 
barbaric sheet. Oh. I think. <laughs> I did my hit points. But... I don't think I did all my feats. Look at the Alright, give me... I did all of them at once. Alright, I'm gonna go... Actually, this is a good time. I'm gonna get this battle set up real quick and go pee and, uh... So we're gonna pause it for just a few minutes and we'll be back in a moment with some exciting combat. Oh, yes. Yay. And we're back. Yay. Yay! I mean, boo, we're about to die. <laughs> we aren't three elephants. It's three elephants. You guys have this. Calamity, what's your initiative? Uh, it's 16. Narasana? 18. Oh, well, mm-hmm. you guys killed it. Kel? Mm-hmm. 23. Mm hmm. And Barrick? 22. Holy shit. Yeah. Highest Whoa. rolls we're going to make in this fight. <laughs> Good time for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kel, uh, you, were, no, you were not surprised, so you get to act. Uh, this dude who appears around the corner for me, I just go, ah, and poke him with my staff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Roll on tap. That is a... Let's see here. Uh, 25 to poke. <laughs> that pokes. <laughs> oh, boy. No, we're, we're, we're just going to let that one sail right on by. Uh, it's 14 points of damage. Okay. Second one is a 30 to poke. That pokes. 16 points of damage. Uh, key point. Jesus. Uh, 15 to hit. Uh, that hits. Let's see. Uh, 8 bludgeoning plus 4 radiant. Mm-hmm. So 12 damage. And the last one is a 24 to hit. Hits. Uh, 11 bludgeoning plus 4 radiant. So 15 on that. He's bloodied. Alright, Barrack. Or Kelly, do you want to do anything else? Uh, it's my action bonus action and movement, so I'm good. Okay. Barrack? Um, for my bonus action, I will fly into a rage. Maybe you shouldn't waste your rage on these guys. I guess he's made multiple rages. Oh, okay. So... Also, it's kind of my thing. I like beef. <laughs> and then I will go choppity choppity at the squid monster. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, 27. Hits. Murder, murder, murder. Sean, you jackass, would you please get something ready at once? Um, three plus. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry Barrick. You were surprised. Well, actually, that that my feral instinct counteracts that. Oh, cool. Um, so if I'm surprised at the beginning mm-hmm. of combat and aren't incapacitated, I can act normally on your first turn, but only if you enter your rage before doing anything else. That's awesome. I love it. So um, he's not surprised. He's angry. I'm not surprised. I'm pissed. 
Um, so 13 points on the first attack. Then next attack is 30 is 26. Mm-hmm. And 18 points of damage. All right. Are they surprised that I kick their ass so well? <laughs> um, it's hard to tell based on their alien, their alien <laughs> bullshit. Um, Is he bleeding a little? <laughs> he's bleeding a little. Um, I need you to make me a saving throw, Barrick. Wisdom saving throw. Is it versus magic? versus is magic and it's a charm effect. Okay. And I get to remember what I get on this. You get advantage because you're a gnome. Nineteen. Alright, um yeah, you succeed. Yay! I was trying to take over your brain. Thank you to know me advantage. Kel, roll me a wisdom save. Oh, that's the thing. Okay. Um, wisdom saving throw? Mm-hmm. Natural 20. You're fine. <laughs> the fucker you just poked was trying to poke in your brain. I don't like that. Narasana, you're up. Oh, good. Um, you're surprised. You're no longer surprised. Sorry. Uh, okay. Calamity, you are no longer surprised. Ugh. Oh, so no, I don't get a turn. Okay. Right, sorry. Uh, I think Calamity was the only one that wasn't surprised. No, Cal was. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Reception. <laughs> so you're invisible if it floats forward to try to attack Kelly, it just bumps into you. Yeah. <laughs> then does it get surprised? <laughs> well, mean, probably Caesar. Cal, roll me a strength check. Ah, interesting. Brain sucked out again. Just a check, not a saving throw. Ah, correct. That's a 13. Kel, you are lifted up into the air. The uh, uh, Actually, hold on, I guess. Uh, oh, no, you don't have a reaction because you were surprised. Oh, wait. I'm no, hurt. I'm not. No, uh, Calamity is no longer surprised. So, Calamity, uh, the arcanist in front of you is casting a spell. A counterspell? All right. Uh, what level are you casting counterspell at? Oh, you always count it, count it at fifth, yeah. right? All right. You managed to counter the spell. Sweet. Nice. I'm visible. You're visible now? Yeah. Yep. Um, roll me an insight check. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> Eleven. Okay. What's up? And this one's going to disappear... Back into the, uh... Back into the sludge. I guess I should reveal more areas. Because you could see this hallway. 
Alright, guys. <laughs> Do some testing. Yeah. Some dice testing. Alright, puts up uh, Kelligan. Uh, I do not enjoy people poking around in my mind, so I will poke him around with my stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, 27 to hit. It hits. 15 points of bludgeoning. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Cool. Um, I will move forward to here. Mm-hmm. Do a cool monk flip right over Calamity. Mm. Alright. Puts up Eric. Wait, can I see anything? Yay. Oh, uh, sorry, Kel. Uh, yes, you can. Let's see. Where's my reveal tool? More exciting hallway. Can the rats attack the mind flayers? <laughs> <laughs> Friendship only goes so far. Hmm. I think that's how you get what are they called? Mind rats or brain rats? <laughs> <laughs> All right, puts up uh, Beric. All right. I will attack him again. Uh, 26. Hits. Isn't that one guy dead? Oh, so, sorry. Yes, he is. 12 points, all right. Second attack, uh, 21. Hits. 16. Okay, he's bloodied. All right, um, it's his turn. First round, Kel. <laughs> that was a. Uh... I don't like these things. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kel- them ate my brain. <laughs> uh, Barry. Uh, AC twenty. Ooh. Um. Yeah, that just hits me. All right, you. Uh, the. Uh, the creature in front of you lashes out with one of its tentacles. Ew. Uh, while I'm scrounging for my dice, would you make me an intelligence uh, saving throw? Against magic? Um, nope. Oh. oh, I'm gonna re-roll that one. Yeah, you have a inspiration. inspiration. Uh, Fourteen. <laughs> uh, you are stunned uh, and grappled by this tentacle. <laughs> so it. Uh, so you you you're raging. Rah! You kind of swing at it with your. Uh, you have a hammer, is it correct? A vicious axe. Vicious axe, swinging at your axe, and it just sweeps out with its uh, tentacle. 
uh, and just has kind of like has you like upside the temple, uh, and just the uh, the pure shock of the psychic am- damage like to your to your brain has stunned you. Uh, you take fourteen points of psychic damage. Um, and uh, you can't take actions or reactions, can't move, and you can only speak kind of falteringly. You automatically fail saving throws, or strength and dexterity saving throws. So not the best place to be in at the moment. Uh, But how long does that stun last? uh, Until the grapple is broken. Oh. Uh, but you do get a, uh, no, nope, actually you are just, you are just, uh, stunned until it ends. Okay. Hey, wait, can you read that, um, that effect again? Uh, you're incapacitated. You can't take actions or reactions. You can't move and you can speak only falteringly. Uh, you fail strength and dexterity saving throws automatically. Uh, and attack rolls against you have advantage. You can add, also add your conditions to... Your mm-hmm. real twenty. I mean, your D. Yep. Uh, puts up. You put on your. Get down. Get down. Get down. Get down. Incapacitated. Oh, you're stunned. Stunned and crippled. All right, so, um, so, all right, puts up that turn. Then there is Sana. Okay. My turn, or am I being attacked? Your turn. All right, I will cast Scorching. Well, I'll take, uh... I'll move up there behind Barry. Mm-hmm. And, um... Doesn't seem... Does this thing look bloodied? Oh, yeah. It looks, it looks two, okay. two steps away from the grave. But, but it's also it's also like the uh, brain eating tentacle that you saw in Kel is like moving slowly towards Barrick's head. Yeah, um, I can can I target the one that's got him grappled because I'm going to cast Scorching Ray, so I have three attacks. Yeah, you can target the one that has him grappled, and I can split it. So if I uh, succeed on that, then I can target the Mind Flayer next, right? Well, the Mind the Mind Flayer, other Mind Flayer next to you is dead. No. The same mind flare. Like, is there any difference? Huh? Is there any difference attacking to break the grapple versus just attacking the mind flare? No, you you can't attack to break the grapple. I'm sorry. Okay. So then, uh, three attacks. Um, I'm not invisible or anything else, so I don't have any sort of advantage. Uh, ooh, 29 to hit. 22 to hit. 15 to hit. Those all hit. Yes! And then that's two, so two, four, six, two, four, two, four, six to hit. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Three ones. How much, <laughs> how much damage total? I'm, I'm working on it. Um... Just a ridiculously stupid low amount of damage. So that's, uh, 13. And I only... Do I add my charisma bonus to each attack? Or just once, because it's one spell? It's three separate attacks, so I yeah. think you add it three times? Yeah. But you might double-check that. 
Chris? Um, you, you're trying to. You're how many? How many times you had your draconic resilience? You're asking, mm-hmm. or your draconic thing? Uh, I believe it's just once, but I'll check. Because we've been adding it multiple times for every attack. Uh, (laughs) Probably shouldn't have asked me this question then. (laughs) Yeah, I should have proceeded. But I couldn't remember until he said something else, so I asked. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, Oh, is is that a feat you have, or...? No, it's part of my origin, my draconic origin. Let's see here. Draconic oh, elemental affinity. One damage roll of that spell. Okay, so you just add it once per roll, so like once per once per hit. Um, but since each of these are three separate attacks, you do add it to each attack. Yeah, so once per attack. Okay. Yeah. So then um, 13 plus 15, so 28, 28 points of damage. Uh, nice. It is, uh, so it's sitting there, the little tentacles going towards Barrack's brain, and you remembering the time that this happened to your good friend Kel, sh- just mm-hmm. unleash a fiery volley on it, and it, it just disintegrates. Nice. You're right there, Barry? <laughs> Barry, you are not all right. <laughs> um, Barry... Now that you're back to your senses, you're no longer incapacitated or grappled. Um, however, you realize that during the brief brief period in which you were incapacitated, some entity has made its way into your brain. What? Um, you feel that there is something linked to your mind. I don't know. And it's me. It's not the characters either. Tell me about this. Uh, Calamity. Uh, It's not my turn yet. I'm going to assume that everything's fine up there. Because why not? (laughs) I assume I heard her destroy it. Um, So I'm going to go invisible again. And... Mm, sorry, 10, 15, 20. Can I move through Cal? Uh, Matt, do you know the rule off the top of your head for moving through friendly spaces? I believe you can move through friendlies, but not hostiles. But DM discretion. Yeah, I'm gonna that's, go that's down there. Spaces, it gets a little iffy. Fine, it's fine with me. Can I use a bonus action to put on my invisibility cloak? No, it it's, has to be a full action. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you come down here, look in this hallway. Um, I'm looking the other direction, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> That's on my face. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the worst part about it is that was a chick over there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm very much five years old right now. Calamity. <laughs> so yes, I want, so you run in the corner and you see one standing there, floating there. Calamity, what do you do? I, I assume that I would have like peered around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was there and seen, but I obviously had to move there until I asked you what I saw <laughs> over there. <laughs> uh, so what do you do? 
Oh, you went invisible. That's right. So, yeah. uh, all right. So it's turn. Yay. Um, it is going to. Try to, it's actually going to try to move into your square, Calamity, and then it bumps into you and realizes that you're there. Is it surprised? Uh, it seems to be. Uh, so it's going to attack the square you're in. So, Shit! No! So it'll have disadvantage in this attack. Yeah. Uh, which is good that it had disadvantage. Uh, AC 14, I believe, misses. Yes. Nice. It rolled a 17, and then on the first die, and then a 7 on the second one. So... <laughs> Yes. All right. Uh, puts up Kel. Uh, can I see this thing around the corner? Yes. <laughs> you see it bump into me. Yeah. yeah, you do. You do see it, you see it kind of like floating around the corner. And you see it just sort of like thump into something. And it like lashes a tentacle out at this empty square. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Got to watch out for those invisible tieflings. And whap whap. I'm going to say uh, around see. that corner... Uh, it probably has a little bit of cover, just so you know. 26 to hit? That little bit of cover didn't matter uh, an iota. <laughs> it's, uh, 14 bludgeoning. Yep. Uh, 22 to hit. That hits. Another 14 bludgeoning. Mm-hmm. Key point. Woo! Uh, oof. That's a 12. Miss. And, uh, 28. Yeah. For six points of bludgeoning plus four points of radiance. Okay. Uh, it's bloodied. And I'm going to take a step backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be out of tentacle range. Good idea. Barrick. Barrick, yeah, you feel you feel something in your brain reading your thoughts. And uh, I ask you. Am I am I in control of myself though? Yeah, of course. I'm still in a rage. Mm-hmm. So I scream, "Oh my god, there's something digging around in my brain." <laughs> and I and I come and I go running past Narasthana in order to try and get into combat with something. All right. Um, now I got a piece after this fucking gnome. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm actually going to go, I think I'm just going to go to here mm-hmm. and look down this hallway. To your left? Near. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Can I, I don't know, can I imagine that I'm looking as I move? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, oops, wrong button. All right, uh, when you come around that corner, you find what your heart desires. Another elephant. Another elephant. <laughs> Can I? I can't see. Still not visible. Oh, there it is. Yay. Yay. All right. Um, The reveal wasn't as startling that time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
27. That hits. And I imagine I, I imagine I, I, I imagine I give off a big ha 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 yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Thirteen damage. <laughs> uh, Eighteen to hit. That'll hit. Fifteen damage, and I'm going to use my thing that I keep forgetting to use. Mm-hmm. Um. And I can use a bonus and a reaction, right? Uh, yeah, so you can only use a reaction when it's not your turn, typically. Yeah, I have a special ability that allows me to use it. So I'll use uh, my bonus action to do my Storm Aura. Mm-hmm. Um, I choose a target in my aura, takes 3d6 lightning damage, saves, needs to do an 18 deck save. Damn. Oof. All right. Uh, it fails its deck save. So it takes 14 lightning damage. Nice. Very nice. And, it's, um, it is, when blo- I it is bloodied. And when I hit a creature in my aura, mm-hmm. I can use my reaction, um, and it needs to make a strength save. Uh, it got a total of 8. No, it fails, and um, so it is not prone. Nice. All right. Stay down, you bastard! <laughs> All right. Uh, so from this Mind Flayer's perspective, a tiny man runs around the corner, sees him, goes, yes, and then just beats the crap out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty delightful. All right. <laughs> And and luckily on this next this second how much, day, how much lightning damage did you do? I'm sorry. Uh, fourteen. All right, that that bloodied him right. I did get that. <laughs> um, he is prone. And I am no longer grappled this time. Okay. Uh, let's see and I and I remembered how to play my character this round. Yay! So. <laughs> um. Let's see what I can do with this turn. <clears throat> Go, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and float right. <laughs> Bobby Fisher. Make me a wisdom, an uh, insight check. Ring, uh, Barrick. Barrick. <laughs> Insights. Uh, I got a natural one. Oh, shit. You hear a voice in your brain. It says, Barry, Barry, Barry. Quite contrary. We are, we are not here to hurt you. We just, these are escorts that I have sent to bring you to me. We mean you no harm. Put down your weapons. Start fighting. Stop fighting. Uh, you believe it. Uh, so he, he's got you uh, to uh, believe that these people are only here to friendly escort you, and you believe that intrinsically. <laughs> is that a magical effect? What is that? It is not a magical effect. He he literally convinced you with uh, 
with, 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 this, with deception. Wow. That sucks. Uh, however, because of the fact that it's in your, your brain, it's more convincing than it would be just in a... So. <laughs> How does trying to convince him not to fight work when he's in a rage? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say... Um, it doesn't matter because he rolled a one. <laughs> roll me a wisdom save, Barry. Just a regular? Mm-hmm. A six. Uh, you, <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, you drop out of rage. Oh, that sucks. He's got four more. All right. Uh, Puts up... Narasthana. Narasthana uses uh, her action to activate her invisibility cloak. And then she's going to chase the gnome. Were you wearing it before? (laughs) Yeah, I have it. I have my invisibility cloak, my anti-scry necklace, and my bracers of defense. Okay, cool. I unactivated my staff. Okay, that's right. I remember that now, yeah. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So. so I chased the gnome, and then I used a bonus action because he said there was something crawling around in his brain, and I cast Dispel Magic on a magical effect that would be affecting his brain. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm shotgunning. Uh, let's see. And I shout before I cast it, Barry, you said there's something in your brain. This might help. Dispel magic. <laughs> Just it is noggin. I, I like the idea that you shout the name of the spell as you can. Dispel magic! <laughs> well, you're supposed to say the magic, say the, the spell in a strident, clear voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, punch. Barry, <laughs> Barry, you still feel it in your brain, and you still are convinced Go, bro. It's cool. So, can I tell that it didn't work? Uh, not until he he tells you. Okay, well then I ask, did it work, Barry? And then I'll wait my six seconds. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Calamity. Another resolution here. I'm gonna hit this guy with an ultra blast. Alright. <laughs> Um, that is a 33. <laughs> that hits. <laughs> How many blasts are you hitting him with? I'm hitting him with one at a time. All right. I feel like if you roll over a 30, you should get twice. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you let me do the same with my monsters. Nope, never mind. Uh-huh. It's it's already rare enough that we roll that high, and really, calamity's the only one. Wait, all right. This D and D beyond is confusing me. <laughs> What's the question? What's the matter? No, I'm just trying to find where things were. Oh, eighteen. 18 points of damage, alright. Still up. And I sent him backwards. Alright. How many feet? Just t- 10, right? 10. Alright. Uh, 27. Hits. 
12. Still up? Are you sending him back further? Yep. Goes flying. He hits the wall. It goes flying into the wall. Does that do any damage? <laughs> <laughs> um, <Nope. laughs> you know, he, he's at like two hit points. You know, I'm going to say just for flavor that, yeah, it snaps his neck. <laughs> okay. And then I run up to where I heard shit going on over here. Stand on this corpse. Right. And I hit this door with my last one. Nice. Uh, and he has uh, you have disadvantage in this because he's prone. Okay. I have disadvantage or advantage. Disadvantage. Disadvantage. Oh, because he's on the ground. Because he's laying on the ground. Yeah. Well, that's number seventeen. So. That will do it. Eleven. All right. He's still up. Well, he's still down, but he's, he's still up. Hello. Yeah. All right. Oh, you want to put one more? What's that? You want to put the invisible condition on me? There's one more. Thanks. All right. All right. Um, it's his turn. He's going to stand up. Can I help him up? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> he says, he says, he, he looks at you, Barry, and he says, Come now, Barry. Let's, let's, let's go see the boss. <laughs> Do I see this happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't hear it. Oh. Is this just in Barry's head? Uh, no, yeah. he, he said it out loud. So I all can hear it. Can they talk out loud? They can. Well, oh. I do. Yeah, so. They just often will talk in your brain to piss you off. <laughs> Legit. I. I just imagine two of its tentacles sort of curl up like a mustache. Come now, Barry. <laughs> I mean, it's canon now. Come yeah. on, Barry. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, uh, if he's next to me and he enters my threat range, I get to use my reaction. Why? Because I'm a wall caster. That's if he leaves That's your third. If he leaves. Oh, God! <laughs> uh, also, he was invisible when he entered, so. Um, oh, there's a new one. Yep. Good. I'm just enjoying them all coming. I see it more and more. Oh, well, then you see it coming up behind you. Uh, <laughs> sorry. If it enters my threat range, can I attack it? Or no, it's only-, only when it leaves. Why the fuck did I take that feat then? Because you could do that, I guess. Okay, never mind. It's you let you cast a spell as opposed to making a weapon attack is what it does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So he's going to attack you with disadvantage because you are invisible, what? and even though he can see you, he still has disadvantage on that. Mm-hmm. What's gonna, is what's he going to attack me with? His tentacle. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's an AC twenty-three. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, roll me an intelligence saving throw. Well, now it's all about to go down the shitter, boys. Seventeen. You succeed. Rise. And you take eighteen points of psychic damage. Is it? Is it grapples you with its tentacle? You are though grappled. So okay. that sucks. But not stunned, so it can't eat your brain. At least this turn. Uh. All right. Uh, hey, no. Puts no. up. Puts up. Kel. Oh wait! Oh no, that was my. Never mind. That wasn't my turn. Sorry. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Uh, eighteen to hit. That'll hit. That's fifteen points of bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, sixteen to hit. That'll hit. Eleven points of bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez. Another 12. And natural 1. So, we'll just pretend those unarmed attacks didn't happen. Because <laughs> they didn't. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, Barry. Now, what I have seen... Your friends are attacking these people that have come in peace. And I just asked you if it worked. Well, no. Because Neerasthana said this, you, you said you were something in your brain and here, this should help and dis- dispel magic, and then one of these things attacked her, right? Yep. Does that... I mean... Yeah, you know, good, 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 good play. I'll give you that you've caught evidence to the contrary, and yeah. I will let you realize that these people are not here in peace. <laughs> <laughs> you lying sex of squid meat! <laughs> I go into a rage again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you attack of squid meat. You know that's just—it's particularly good for Seattle. <laughs> they like their squid. I will. I will attack the one that's next to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. Yeah. Okay. And Sixteen points of damage. Attack him again. Okay. Uh, 17 to hit. That hits. All right. 15 points of damage. He's dead. Hey, all right. So, lion sacks a squid meat, and you just, with with two death swings of your axe, you just chop him in half. <laughs> and I've got a move left, so I got calamari for everybody. <laughs> I move up next to the other one so I can attack him next round. Barry, <laughs> Barry, Barry. Oh, you really have disappointed me. Well, I think I've seen everything I need to see for now. But I'm sure I'll be seeing you real soon. Uh, and the, whatever this is, severs its psychic link to you. Uh, you have disadvantage on all ability checks, attack rolls, and saving throws until the end of your next turn. Uh, as you are just, your mind is racked with psychic damage that cuts this connection. What spell is that, or is it a, an ability? It's an ability. Okay. 
Narasona, it's your turn. Um, there's a squid face in front of me. Does he look pretty beat up? Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he's he's bloodied. Okay, oh, no, he's, he's, not, he's not bloodied, actually. No, I'm sorry. He's close to bloodied. Okay. Um, Firebolt is an attack, and so is Shocking Grasp, right? Yeah. Uh, I hate making attack rolls. All right. Um, <laughs> I will cast Firebolt at this guy. That's well, actually disadvantaged because you're in melee with him. Yeah, and well, and don't and remember you're grappled, so I don't know if that changes what you're. Do, you, do you have shocking grasp? I do. That's that's a melee spell attack, so you wouldn't have disadvantage on it. Oh, okay. Um, FY, FYIers. Do I know from last turn? Did a seventeen hit last turn? It did. Okay, then I'll keep that. Um, this seven looked like a one, so I was about to have a shit kick, but <laughs> it's not a one, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I use Shocking Grass, mm-hmm. and that's three, D, eight, one, two, three. And this will take away his reaction as well. No, oh, it's 13. Not bad. Creepy! <laughs> of, um, lightning damage, right? Alright, yep. Alright, yes. so now he's blooded. Okay. Um, that was my action, and that's it, I guess. I just realized I could have used, done that differently, but it's fine. I'm done. All right. Uh, brings up uh, Calamity. Does that break the grapple at all since I attacked him with it and he can't react? Nope. No? Okay. You can, you can try to escape on your turn if you want using your acrobatics or your strength. But that's an action. That's an action. Which are, uh, what was that? Somebody's hitting their mic. Yeah. Do what? I think that was Caitlin's papers. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was so loud. I'm sorry. Oh, ear-splittingly loud. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. It didn't sound like anything to me. Yeah. Nice. Do I have to do a disadvantage? Uh, what are you doing? Trying to hit the guy with a uh, with. Oh, this blast. Uh, is there no? I don't think you don't have disadvantage. Though he does have cover. Okay. Well, I rolled thirty. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you hit the fucking thing. Just roll your damage. <laughs> What's that? 14. Yeah, okay, yeah, he's still up. <laughs> hit him again. Yeah. Oh no, that is 18. That'll hit. Oh, okay. Uh, 18. Uh, 18 points? Yeah. How do you want to do this? Yes. I'm just going to smack him into the wall so hard it just leaves like a giant blop of like, I don't know, goo as he falls down. All right. You, you, you slam him into like the, the rock walls, uh, almost like pushing, like, 
like cracking the walls in a little bit, like kind of in the shape of him as you just, as you just compress him into, into, uh, into, uh, well, fresh, fresh seafood. Um, good squid splat. Yeah, good squid splat. Uh, and you look around and you don't see any more elithids coming at this point. Okay, so before he hits the ground, I'm going to go, Raddies, can you bring us back to where we're going again? <laughs> uh, the, rat, the rats run out, eager to lead you further into this area. I, I, I really want to take a rest. Yeah, I think we're good. A short rest? I'm, I'm fine to keep going, but I let everybody know about the... Huh? She needs her spells back. I do. I can take a short rest. Okay. I'm good with that. Take a few minutes. I'll, I'll search the Mind Flayers, see if they have anything interesting oh, yeah. on them. Uh, mm-hmm. Each of them is wearing that medallion that I showed you guys back in mm-hmm. the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, I've still got one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, other than that, they have nothing on them. And I explained I explain the whole uh, experience with the uh, talking into my brain that happened during the battle. Can we roll Arcana on what we think that might be? Sure. Almost landed on a 19. But I got a 9. Uh, so that's Arcana 11. Um, you, you, you don't know. You don't know either. With a 19, she doesn't know? 15. Uh, she said 15. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, bummer. Okay. I guess we will remain in the dark until it attacks us again. <laughs> Do we still feel like we're being watched? Minute, minute. Followed? Oh, yeah. Anytime you walk anywhere here. Okay. The sensation only grows stronger the further you get. Is this similar to the Beholder? A little bit. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Caleb. So it's not like a beholder. It's just similar? It's similar. Eerily similar, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep going. Let's do this. All right. It'd be easier to kill a beholder now than it was the last time, right? Mm-hmm. Beholder's like CR-14. <laughs> beholder ain't got shit on you guys. <laughs> One of you by yourself could kill a beholder, Maybe. Really? Okay, that's entertaining. Potentially, maybe. Yeah, I say maybe because yeah, it has the no magic eye thing. That kind of yeah, layer effects. There's some yeah. there's some stuff, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, all right. So you proceed further into these catacombs, going deeper and deeper. Um, uh, for another maybe twenty oh min- twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally, the rats kind of uh, they give you the two minute warning. <laughs> All right, I cast Dance Macabre. <laughs> All right, skeletons uh, from either side of you in these little, like, um, uh, oh, what do you call those? Um, just those little alcoves. Alcoves, thank you. These little alcoves. They just stand up uh, and then they kind of t- take their skull and kind of tip them to you. <laughs> I always imagine whenever you cast that spell, I always imagine them 
kind of dancing to the Hall of the Mountain King. Nice. And they kind of fall in behind you. All right. As they pass, I'm going to, on the back of their strolls, number them six, seven, eight, nine. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, Inspiration for that. Um. (laughs) You need to use your inspiration more often. (laughs) No. I did just get to in very short uh, succession. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. All right. Um, So what do you guys do? Proceed. We follow the rats. ahead of us. Actually, I'll have two out ahead of us and three follow us from behind. All right, so uh, you get there's a large set of stone doors. Um, and you, you put, do you, uh, what do you do? I guess I should ask before I narrate. Do they push inward, open outward? Uh, they open, they would open away from you, yes. So open towards us? Oh, open away from you. Yeah, we push, yes. we push them into the... Push them in, okay. yeah. Push them pull. Everybody ready? Yep. I'm ready. Everybody Kung Fu fight. I don't suppose we can ready an action to bust in this door. Uh, preemptively, I will cast protection from evil and good on myself. Awesome. awesome. All right. Then I will push open the door. All right. You guys see a large subterranean cavern. Uh, Slagtites hitting from the ceiling. Um, <laughs> huge, uh, huge area with a little bit of a dull lake in the center of it. Uh, surrounding that lake, uh, you see eight mind flayers, each of them wearing a different colored robe, and each of them with their arms to the sky, channeling energy. Uh, in the center, uh, uh, kind of in the middle of all this, uh, you see a large floating brain with tentacles hanging from it. The uh, fuck is this? And as you walk in, all of you but Calamity hear a voice in your head that says, Oh, I don't get guests very often. Welcome. Hello, Barry. Good to see you again. And that is where we'll end the session this evening. <laughs> Is an elder brain. It is an elder brain. What does that mean? Uh, they are, they are um, kind of like the things that create mind flayers. Sort uh, of a Borg queen. Yeah, like mind flayers kind of have a hive mind, uh, and this is yeah, sort of the Borg queen of that. So if we kill the brain, maybe the mind flayers will not be as threatening. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's certainly a workable theory. <laughs> do my players fly, or do they just float? They levitate, but that means they can also fly. Okay. We're at twenty-two. Are we at two hundred one thousand XP? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you're about to be nice. a little bit more because you just killed six mind flares, or five, five mind flares. Where did the sixth one go? <laughs> no, I just, I just. I think we only have five. Yeah, I just miscounted when I look, briefly glanced at my notes. Uh, all right. Uh, Although we're about to kill eight and a queen. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully. Yeah. It's, 
it's a rainbow of mind flares by the description. It is. Yeah. Well, one for each color for each magic, each school of magic, I bet. Um, that's right. And you know what we're going to have to do in order to interrupt the spell? Break mm-hmm. the rainbow. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 All right, you each get 5,000 experience points. Hey. Well, that's 26,000? 20. 206,000 is how we say that in America. Yeah. <laughs> you must be brave. They're in a cave. A mind flare rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God we're still recording. That one was funny. <laughs> <sighs> Title for next week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. I say next week, Sundays. Sunday. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yay! At least I don't have to wait a whole fucking week. Or two no. weeks, yeah, like we did last time. <laughs> Can I play a little longer than usual? Start a little earlier on Sunday since... Uh, we could probably start like an hour or two earlier. So, um, I got some, got some lunchtime plans, but... I should be back. I don't know. We could probably start at like five thirty-six. That works. Five thirty our time because that's the same time we always start. No, five thirty-six their time. Oh, okay. So three thirty our time. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Cool. 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 I'm gonna need coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.